When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, sports fans. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get in on some action on sports. It's called our partners, Underdog Fantasy, in their Pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile app. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em entry, get every pick right, and you can take home some cold, hard cash. All you have to do is use the promo code 10 k and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K when you sign up for the Underdog app, or you can go to www.underdogfantasy.com, or you can even click the link in the show notes to get your first deposit doubled by Underdog Fantasy today. On today's episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by our friend Kevin Fallness, member of Minnesota Wild Radio, host of Beyond the Pond podcast on KFAN. I also call him an internet troll. If you follow him on Twitter, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. We're going to do a little season preview of the Wild now that they're only a few weeks out from camp. We're also going to talk about various Minnesota sports topics such as Gopher football, the Vikings loss to the Bucks, uh, the Minnesota Twins are still playing on the playoff push, and uh, go through our bits of the week as always, and end the show by doing something we haven't done in a while, canceled, because it's 2023, we can cancel whoever and whatever we want. So we give ourselves the power to do that. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by producer Cam, journalist Jake, and Wags. And fellas, fall is officially here. Crisp is in the air. Gopher football is fully back. The Vikings are kind of back, even though they didn't win. The Twins are on the playoff push. We got the Ryder Cup in a couple weeks. We are... We are close to the Minnesota sports paradigm, actually the sports paradigm in general, and we get full participation in it this year. So how are you fellas feeling about fall and sports being back? I'd be feeling a lot better if the Vikings could have beat the fucking Buccaneers. Yeah, that was a little uh it's a little depressing, but you know, it's, had, it's one week. I had a mute moment. Like Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I forgot to ask you about it. I mean, well I didn't get to talk to you after the game, so you must have just went mute. Yeah, I had a mute moment. So what happened? How, yeah. how what were you so game ends, what's going on in your mind? I'm just pissed. So yeah. then I don't say anything. My phone completely died, so I was even more mad about that. Actually I wasn't more mad about it, but it just added on to the fuckery that just happened. So then I walk back to my truck because I was gonna go to the tailgate afterwards and proceed to drink my feelings away, which I really wanted to do, and then I got into my truck put my phone on the charger and then like sat there and I almost threw up. Like I felt like shit. I don't know what happened. So that was great. Came home and just slept the rest of the night. It was a horrible time. What was the worst feeling? Uh, losing that game with four t- turnovers, a game that we clearly should have won or um, after that Giants playoff loss last year because you, I, I've never seen you that mad last year. 
It was the Giants playoff. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. Good. Just making sure you're uh, you're on the good level right now. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. It's week one. I'm not. Ter- I'm not worried about it. It's just I was just mad. Uh, wait. Th- I saw you after that game. Yeah, you saw both Jake and I. Jake started giving you shit about oh, Carlos yeah, yeah, Correa. Yeah. yeah, the Giants game. Not yeah. not this past weekend. No, but I yeah, know. That's when I knew you were very upset, and we had already. Even before the game ended, we had, or before the game even started, we had to come up with a plan about why it was a bad idea to re-sign Carlos Correa, and I was going to do it whether the Vikings won or not. Still a terrible idea. That's still, right. still awful. And I wanted to kill you. Yeah, and after like that, I you were already upset about obviously the Vikings losing in a playoff game at home, and I, I knew that was just going to be uh, salt to the wound, and I really went with it. Well, it's so funny because like you you told Cam that we could assign someone better than Carlos Correa with the money we spent for Carlos Correa, and we both knew that he would respond by saying, who? So you got a line ready to go. When What was that line again? Um, What are you, an owl or something? I knew you were going to do that. I would have stabbed you. Yeah. Well, uh, you could have. My Also, like... Speaking of Jake pissing me off, it happens all the time. It's going to be so bad, I think, like coming up because I started the, uh, I stopped vaping actually, like for yes- like the yesterday. Tenth, for like the 10th time though? No, the second. Okay. <laughs> Which I did stop for like two years, but now I'm like on edge and Jake's just going to fucking drive me up the wall. I already know. I'm just going to look at him and it's going to drive him up the you wall. You got to give him those crazy eyes. Because I can't I still imagine. Got the so we're okay. Well, then you're fine, Cam. You got yeah. something to substitute it for. Did you see uh, there was a neurological scientist, uh, Andrew, what's his name? Huberman? Yeah, I like him a lot. He he actually came out and talked about how like nicotine in its purest form, without tobacco, without smoke, without all that, is actually good for your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like all these studies on how it connects all these wires and how it strengthens the transmitters as he's throwing one in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Y- you're clear. Doctors have yeah. cleared you to Zen. Let's go. That's yeah, actually... The, I didn't hear that study, but that's but the greatest fucking aren't news. Aren't there other ingredients in Zen pouches? Probably. Yes. Yeah, so that are bad for you. you. Especially when you chew on them like bubblegum, Jake. Right. It's kind of like when they, well, yeah, t- when they but, tell you that uh, fruit has like a ton of sugar in it. You're like, I don't care. There's enough health in it to where I can offset that sugar. Yeah. Like, if you're going to say well, one... Fruit is natural If sugar. you're going to... For me, like, I'm not a healthy person. If you're going to say one healthy thing about something, I'm going to eat it all the time or... Use it all the time. Well, you could say just like nicotine in its purest form, like Jack was saying. Yeah. Would, would, it, you know, it gets everything together and helps you become smarter. Same with caffeine. That's, caffeine, yeah, caffeine does the same in exact its purest thing. form is and also I, healthy. Literally, my bloodstream is caffeine. So I think all of except for <laughs> I mean, Jake. Ca- caffeine and nicotine, you have to have like the greatest brain of all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're Iron Man. I just need alpha brain and then I'll be a fucking true. <laughs> true. A little bit of ayahuasca in there. All right. Well, speaking of the Vikings, we were just talking about that. Uh, let's talk about the game. You guys were actually there on Sunday. Actually, you, you did something before the game. Let's get into that first. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week. The buddy games with, uh, how do we say it now? Josh, Josh Dumel. Josh, Josh Dumel. Duhamel. Duhamel. Oh, yeah, I like so, that yeah. better. Yeah, but essentially he's doing, it's based off his movie, he's doing, we explained it all last episode, but yeah, based on his movie, he's doing a also a reality TV kind of thing, game show with CBS. We got to participate it with the Vikings last Sunday before the game in the common area. And it was actually, it was actually, we did really well. I'm pretty surprised. I thought, uh, I kind of figured we were going to get last, but we got fifth out of 20 Yeah, games. we got fifth. I, uh, I was real. I was going in nervous for the first event, which was like the biking or whatever. Um, it yeah, was, you had to bike? Yeah, they set yeah. up an obstacle course and it was a relay race. Um, yeah. Yeah. There'll be a video hopefully out at some point this week showing us biking and it, it, it was really weird, but, uh, or it was super fun though. I mean, we had to go around a bunch of cones and everything 
And uh, yeah, it was interesting. But I, I was like, I was sitting there like, we're not going to win this. I have a feeling we're going to get eliminated right away, and it's going to be very embarrassing. But we, uh, we, yeah, it, we dominated that one. Yeah, I killed mean, it. I, I was the first one to go through um, for our team for the uh, relay race um, with the bikes. And as soon as I got done, Josh just ran right up to me and was like, "I love your hat. I love your sweatshirt." Mm. Where'd you get that? And I got, I had the pleasure of saying it's 10,000 takes, sir. It was, uh, it was absolutely awesome. He followed us on Instagram. It's our bit. It's our bit. And we're going to send him, uh, we're going to send him some stuff later. We'll get in touch with him. That was awesome. But the very next challenge after the relay race is they got out the jugs machine and then they gave us punts. I was going to say the jugs machine at first, maybe it's because I'm a porn guy, but I, I assume that was something else. <laughs> no, uh, it's where you okay. put footballs in it and flings yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. essentially they had it on their punt mode, so they flung it you know, super high into the air. Um, Zooch started it off, beautiful catch. I went next, caught it easy as pie, and then, unfortunately, we had Zooch and Jacob There's over Marlo. here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, thank you. We had Marlo and Jacob over here. Uh, it was their turns to catch the kick after Zooch and I set up the team for glory. And they both dropped. Yeah, it. I dropped. Marlo's it. a hockey guy, different type of gloves. Jake's a hockey say, goalie, different type of glove. See, I wouldn't. I'm already on top of it for you. Yeah, I wouldn't even say I dropped. I didn't even. I barely touched. You the didn't ball. get that. It was, it was way too far ahead. Well, because it wasn't the issue. Is it, and it was good because they they wanted to keep everybody on their feet. They didn't. It didn't. Go, it didn't launch in the same spot every time. Yeah. But it, sometimes it would go over people's heads. And what I do in like softball still is I will always not go back far enough and it goes over my fucking head and I saw that happen to a couple people and I was deathly scared that was going to happen so I'm sitting at whatever five yard I took two steps back and it turns out the ball was way too far fucking ahead and I I didn't even get to it in time analytical question for you Uh, on a scale one to ten how hungover were you during this challenge None. Uh, I wasn't very hungover. I was just on like four hours of sleep. I didn't. <laughs> so what? If you weren't drinking, what? Why did you only sleep four hours? Because he's a fucking maniac. Um, I don't think he sleeps at all. I don't. Uh, well, no, like that Saturday night, I didn't drink a lot because I knew I had to be up for it. I was just up kind of late, unfortunately. Kind of late. You're up till yeah. what? Like two. Almost two. Yeah, because we had to check in. You had to check in at 8 a.m. at the Commons area. So that meant you had to be at U.S. Bank Stadium by 8 a.m. So you're going to sleep at 4 a.m. for an 8 a.m. event? I didn't go to sleep at 4 a.m. I got home a little before 2, went home, and I, I passed out right away. Woke up to my alarm on 6.30, felt a little groggy, but I, I had... That's crazy person behavior. Yeah, no, you but, are but that's, that's why I'm saying, like, if I drank like I'd done on some Saturday nights, like, you know, put, kicking back shit ton of drinks, I would have been... That would have been... Horrible. You're actually mm-hmm. not real. You're not a real person. No, sure. You, but you, when I would have been you on the plane, up. you were the person who wasn't real. Yeah, I wasn't real. This motherfucker is <laughs> not, not real. real. That's you, Jacob. No, but I still felt like my brain was like not there because I was not on a lot of sleep. And we started drinking too, right at like seven in the morning. Yeah, when we got there. Anyone who was participating in the buddy games, they gave us free drink coupons. Oh, so lovely. I was I starting to drink, awesome. so I was buzzing. So, yeah, so we had a few drinks there, but of course, we dominated the physical challenges and we just moved right on to the final round. Of course, just like my prediction was last week, we had the fucking puzzle show up and Uh, that's where it all went to hell. I said that. I said, like, when they they gave us the rundown in the email of the physical challenges, I'm like, that's not necessarily what worries me. It depends on what it is. But I knew when they said a puzzle or mental game, like, we're, I'm fucked. Like, so um, when you guys got eliminated, did they murder you like they do in Squid Games? Because I know we discussed that last week as well. Uh, you know, I I guess you're here, so probably uh, not. No, I w- we were kind of thinking like, what if you secretly just get when you get eliminated, they take you to like the back <laughs> room, you right in the or who knows they if take they you to like us. a tunnel in U.S. Bank and, and run you over with like the 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 injury cart, and they clone us. 
So yeah. no one asked questions. So maybe we're just clones. I told you he's not no, real. He's real. Told that you Jake's not real. Not my hand, real. My, my, my hand, my hand, not real. my hand didn't go through Zane. Yeah. So it was. It there was a lot of confusion though on that puzzle. Like I remember, we're like this goes here, and like, but we didn't know what went on the top and whatnot. And the team, there was a whole seven brain cells the, in that. Well, no, so what happened was, <laughs> so so, the, so you have to compete against another team for the puzzle. They won, obviously, right? There's only one guy on this other team, and he just came right up to us afterwards. He's like, "To be honest, I just let the girls take care of it. I stood right out of the way." And I was yeah. like, "That's our issue. We didn't have any women to help us with our brains." You know what you guys yeah. should have done? Is, they were probably sober. We were not. If it was a head-to-head intelligence challenge and you lost it, you should have just resorted to looking at them and calling them nerds. Yeah, but they're too nice, so we couldn't do that. Ah, we couldn't. Yeah. Chirp they were all giving you high fives. Ah, Great the job. Sportsmanship <laughs> was fantastic. You know, we had to put on a good show. Fair enough. Um, for for the crowd, there was a decent amount of people watching too. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nuts. I remember uh, after uh, Josh went up to talk to me about our merch, like the team behind us, you know, they were filled with girls, right? They're like, "Oh my god, what did he say to you? He's so hot!" Like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay." It, there were there were some people that definitely showed up just to. Because they knew Josh Duhamel was going to be there. There was yep. a couple women wearing Josh Duhamel t-shirts. Yeah, they're like top three hottest guy in Hollywood, and they were so excited. It's, it's, uh, it's not insane. number three or two. Nope, not yeah. according to them. He was top three, uh, but no, that was pretty incredible. But then I, I think it was. I mean, we we kind of saw what the last challenge though was. It was like actual like throwing football and catching and and running to the end zone, which like, we would have dominated. Oh, we would have killed it. But we're like, yeah, let's just you know, uh, tailgate, get into the game, whatever. And uh, but it was it was a good time. The buddy games was a. Uh, very interesting experience. And because we finished um, in the top you know, seven teams or whatever, we got the cabin suite tickets. It was awesome. We got to watch the entire game in a cabin suite with free booze, which ended up being very nice because we needed booze to get through that game. But um, it was yeah. just... Oh, and Josh watched the game with us up there for the first half. It yeah, was awesome. Yeah, he was there so. for the first half. You guys had to place in order to get into the game? Yeah, the tech, tech, um, top seven teams got uh, cabin Competition tickets. Competition based. Yep. So this was a lot of pressure. It, it was, but... We're built for it. I don't know. We could get through the first two rounds. I had a few. I I was confident that we could get for the. First I'm not gonna lie though. We uh, when we went through that um, the bike um, relay race, the first thing we said is, "I'm glad that Cam isn't on our team because <laughs> all of the really tall people oh. could not. It was a tiny little bike. None of them could get going, so they were just like stuck. Some few guys had to stand up, but you weren't allowed to let the seat leave your ass. That was the one rule. So they'd have to stand up holding the seat against their ass, and they sprinted to the course because they couldn't even get the bike to move. I really thought that was gonna be a fat joke. No, what? You're not fat, Cameron. We had a Randall Mc. We had, we had Randall McDaniel and Robert Griffith or Robert. Griffin or something. Yep, I think Randall McDaniel was on our team. He uh, he helped push my chair. That was very nice of him. Yeah. Stand up guy. Yeah, he was very cool, dude. Very yes. nice. But yeah, the buddy games was fun. It was just uh, very early for the noon game, but it was uh, still fantastic. I was going to say we won't go too deep into analysis of the game itself. You can listen to State of School or Third and Forever podcast in our network um, to listen to that. But uh, I just saw the highlights today. I was at the Colts game in Indianapolis. I was there for a wedding. But uh, what what are your guys' biggest takeaways from that game? Mm. Other yeah, than, well, first other, foremost, other than now we're in another position where the Kirk argument has just yeah, started the, well, back off. It, after, people need to shut the fuck up. After so. a great <laughs> summer of Netflix gracious. and respect and uh, Kirk Cousins looking great. He had, a, he had a great game. He had a couple plays where you, you questioned it a little bit, but like the fumble, not his fault. The, both fumbles. The, the both fumbles, like... People are like secure the football. Well, you have five fucking three hundred pound dudes like literally jumping on top of you in, yeah. a, in a matter of seconds. Well, the first one, the offensive line missed a block. You got fucking killed. Well, fumble. The second there, one. Uh, the second one was uh, <laughs> Ed Ingram, dude, just ripping it out Ed, of Kirk's hands. Ed Ingram the, did not have a good game. No, 
my biggest takeaway was the whole game was just stupid mistakes. We actually yeah. like, yeah, people don't want to agree because they don't know how to comprehend football. I know. We actually, Veach, yeah, <laughs> we actually played good. Granted, we only put twenty. It was up, just those turnovers. We, yeah, we only put twenty points up against the Bucks. We had stupid turnovers. Jay Ward li- lined up offsides on the field goal. Yeah, went three that, points, and that seven. went for a touchdown. That went for a touchdown. That killed the game. Well, that played. and then we could have prevented both touchdowns because the Mike Evans touchdown was just a massive coverage breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we and our defense and was actually good. That, By hindsight, my, it's easier to say this, but when it's fourth down and six at the end of the game, you got to go for it. When the Bucks got it back, they just ran the clock right out. And I know it's really easy to say it in hindsight, but. They they had to go for it there. The problem, Yo, yeah. I saw like the replay and the breakdown of that play. There is no way Baker should have got that first. Ivan Pace was literally he needs right to there. Close a distance. And I get it. He's a rookie. He's undrafted. The fact that he started is insane. And for the most part, he had a good game. And he was great. But right there, sprint your ass off and murder Baker. Mayfield. Are you saying on the on the Godwin play to keep it alive for the Bucks? No, on the when the very uh, last scramble, very by last Baker. play that, that iced the game. Baker oh yeah, 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 yeah. When Ivan yeah. was right there, I actually I watched, like I said I watched the highlights. I did see that, and I'm like, how the hell did he get but that first down? Yeah. The the idea that people were saying the defense looked awful, I think, it is didn't. a horrible take because they looked they looked, yeah. they looked Ed way... Donatel's defense would have let that yeah. team score 42. Points I know. So they, that offense, th- there was a lot. That they just we gave them the ball too much in good position too. So and then that like that jump off sides on the field goal attempt you know gives them four extra points mm-hmm. i think it's just i think it's just i think it's week one woes with the new you know brian flores and some new personnel and some new players that i think are going to figure it out because they didn't really start in the preseason either granted they still should have beat the bucks i mean come on but and then that that interception to kj like i know that was a very tight throw but kirk he throws those all the time and get makes those it was in kj's hand it was in his arm yeah, it, it was in tight it, coverage. It was, so there's two ways you can look at it. Like it was, it was a little bit behind him, and it was into a tight window, which you know you got to be perfect in a tight window. However, it was in KJ's hands, and he got it ripped out. Yeah, it was so. just a good defensive play in the end. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't blame Kirk for that because he just throw those a lot right at the goal line. Cag catches it, falls into the end zone. Yeah. There was actually a lot of reasons to be excited. A lot of the re- I feel like a lot of the like cause of people being so down is because we we play the fucking eagles and we might go zero and two yeah that's what they're um, worried about especially like our secondary like a caleb looked so much better um, than last year um blackman makai blackman yeah so good broke up a pass with on mike evans on a one-on-one yep. dancer gets fucked on that play yeah, yeah. is like, he even in the league anymore i don't I, even uh, yeah. know he's wide open last year there's yeah so my question i mean am i crazy guys it for kind of being a little bit confident going into this Thursday night game against the Eagles, I honestly think that the Vikings have a fire lit under their ass after that first game. Yeah. I definitely, at the very least, it's going to go completely different than it did last they, year. They don't, they don't cause. I'm not saying you're you're not going to be perfect every game. You can still win games with the turnover, but if they don't have any stupid turnovers like they did on on Sunday, they're going to compete to win. It's going to be close than people think. And Mac Jones just moved the ball with ease. Granted, the Patriots still lost, but they, he just moved the ball they, with ease on that. They Eagles hung in people. there, yeah, twenty five yeah, to twenty. Eagles. I think the Eagles it all comes so, down to the O-line. So you guys, the O-line, too. They did not look good. They look terrible, the and uh, we'll get into that here shortly. So um, you guys talked about overreacting, right? You don't want to overreact. It's week one. There's yeah. week one woes. They don't play the starters. So uh, I'm going to read you what some Vikings fans said in oh. a particular situation. Uh, the next day was 9-11, like being serious for a second. You know, we our hearts go out to all the families affected by that. One of our, our nation's biggest tragedies. But the Vikings posted – a picture of purple and yellow twin towers, you know, saying we'll never forget the lives lost in 9-11. Here are some comments oh, that are under oh. that post. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, casually stating what Ed Donatel did. 
Yesterday was my 9-11. Oh, God. Yesterday was worse. Uh, seems like y'all what? forgot to fix that, LOL, to add any pieces to the defense that actually makes a difference. So this person's going after the social media admin on a 9-11 post about what Quasi is not doing. Uh, what about the third building is another comment. Um, oh, I think that's because that's the, the, gra- the graphic yeah. only. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll also never forget losing to Baker week one. And then you need to add your offensive line and Daddy Kirk some protection. So this is what the this fuck? is Vikings what? fans for you. Like I mean, and I would imagine this is every NFL team that lost, especially Week One, posting this. Especially but the Vikings. I, fans, I can't believe so. he's. I'll also never forget Baker Mayfield. Dude, Bro, it's I, uh, Week One. I expected a few of those, but all of those That's comments so I read off were maybe in the first half hour. So there's probably a lot more there now. So uh, you guys want to talk about overreacting? The Vikings make a 9-11 never forget post, and that's what Vikings that's fans in, say. That's insanity. Over yeah. 2,500 people How died fucked up in is lives, and people are sitting here worried about a week one loss to it Baker Mayfield on a, on a post like insane. that. Insane. Are you kidding me? It is insane. I Sorry, go ahead. No, go. Uh, yeah. well, mine just, Whoa, shit. Yeah, fuck you, Cam. You go. Uh, like, about overreacting, I'm not going to say I told you so yet, but Jack will love this. Who... Which rookie quarterback looked the best in week one? I would say Anthony Richardson. By a he mile. Incredible. I was I'm there. not going to say I told you so yet, but he is fucking would real. He would was... you say, though, does he have the best situation? Honestly? Between C.J. Stroud yes. and Bryce. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. But at the same time, like last year, that Colts team probably gets murdered by the Jags. Yeah. And they almost won. Mm-hmm. That like, defense looked a lot better with Leonard back. I was, yeah, I was at the Colts game. He's arrived. Uh, one of my best friends from college got married in Indianapolis, so I was there for the game. And uh, I won't get too into that game because I know I'm fans of both teams and you don't care about the fam- fan of that team. But what I will add is they lost in horrific fashion as well. And I was in a really sour mood on Sunday. And I actually ran into Kenny Albert at the airport and I had no desire to talk to him because mm-hmm. I was like, you remind me of what just happened. Also back in Minnesota, both of my teams lost to teams from Florida. Fuck you, Florida. Go back to doing bath salts. Stay out of the out of the Midwest. You're kicking both I, of the team's asses. But Jack, you're not alone this year. My eyes will be glued to every Colts game. I yeah, I mean, he guy. was watching him in person too. The way it's it's so fun between both of my between my one of my favorite NFL teams and my favorite college team. It's fun to see a quarterback who can run. It's fun to have that option there. You know, Kirk is obviously not a very dynamic quarterback in terms of running. He can run. I did see him run a little bit on Sunday in the red zone, which is fun, or at least in the. Yeah, he, he had one particular play um, where I'm like, if he's just a little faster, he scores because it was yeah. like yeah. that. He had a slot, but they closed down yeah. on that, but he still got like five or six yards. Obviously, Tanner wasn't the biggest runner, so we're not used to seeing running QBs, at least in my in my sphere of uh, fan fanhood, and it was actually fun to watch Richardson, Kelly McManus run. It's fun to watch quarterbacks run. I am so excited to be right on that take. Yeah, you were a big Richardson uh, well, fan. Well, well, what one. was the yeah. specific take that he's going... Uh, that he was the best quarterback in the draft class, and everyone okay. looked at me like I was insane. I, I'm like, he is going to be... To my credit, I don't know enough about the draft class yeah, me to neither. disagreed with you. I know, but like, there's a lot of people that like nobody really agreed with me. Yeah. Like, well, he's just he's one of those guys guy that... where everyone was like, well, if you develop him properly, he has the tools to be by far the best. However, there's the most question marks about no him. One you you were just it. all in like, from he, day one. I was like, I... Yeah, I, like I thought he would have the best rookie season, and yeah. no one said that. He only started like fourteen games, eleven in college, games, eleven or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, good. Well, well, tread off how is Bryce Young and CJ? I didn't even watch their games. Not good. Yeah. No, I saw Adam Thielen for uh, Bryce Young. He had 
two catches or like 12 yards. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, was, yeah. I mean, no. It was not an upgrade for him. I get no. it. I do get it why he left because the money wasn't there. But holy shit, man, he's going to be miserable. I mean, Adam Thielen, what is he, 33, and he got like $45 million or yeah. $28 million? He's securing his retirement. No wide receiver at that age gets was, that money. I was surprised he even signed a two-year deal, to be honest. I thought it was going to be a one And guy. they yeah. have Frank Reich at the helm there who, like, I swear to God, just crumbled at the end of last year with the play calling. Like, it was worse than bad. So well, I, I guarantee you, when he got that offer from Carolina, it was a no-brainer. Yeah, it yeah, was a yeah. three-year, twenty-five million-dollar deal. He's like, someone's just, offered me to be a head coach somewhere again. Let's go. Sure, we'll just go until I get fired from there too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> legend, no, I never legend know. QB. Sorry, I meant the Thielen thing because like oh. he signed a three-year deal, three-year, twenty-five mil. What? And you're a you're a early thirties wide receiver. It's you a don't get it's that a pension contract. Fund. You it's don't. Beautiful. So the fact that he got yeah. They no were brain. they were desperate he can for play weapons his, for the rookie. Yeah, he can play his three years there, and then he can pl- sign like a one day contract to the Vikes and ride off into the sunset. And then that's sure. when he'll come on. It's a bit true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a few when, years when he's when he's washed up and not that cool anymore. That's yeah. when he'll come on. When the Vikings win a Super um, Bowl. Last thing to talk about that I missed over the weekend as well was uh, go for football beat Eastern Michigan twenty five to six. I which was we have yeah fucking trash streaming it at a wedding. Um, you guys talk about that game. I missed that game as well. It so. was it was. Kind of boring because they went back to their old offense. It felt like right. It was, it was a lot of running the rock. Run, 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 yeah. run, 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 run. I was, fi- I was fine with it because that's what PJ does. No, that's yeah. what he does. But it, it, it's like the Vikings. Uh, people don't understand PJ Fleck. They don't understand go for football. The last five six years, this is what he does in the non conference to so these mm-hmm. these teams. Yeah. He, play, he plays not to lose. And I had multiple conversations with people because like I was obviously out after wearing go for stuff. Oh yeah, that was a horrible game. I'm like, what are you? They won. 25 to 6. They won by 20 points. They were they were more than capable. Yeah. yeah, they had a couple plays where they should have like punched it in, but it was like a run up the middle at the two. They're, 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 PJ always closes the playbook, mm-hmm. pl- plays very conservative. He, he did that even against Nebraska. He does this notoriously at the beginning of the year, so he hides plays and doesn't want to show yeah. teams later in the year, which can be a little frustrating. Sometimes you want to see them run up the score, but people legitimately think is, no, their team and talent sucks. No, gonna, they don't fucking suck. Do you really think he's going to unveil the whole playbook? He's going to do that against Wisconsin or Iowa, yeah. not the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Well, exactly. and especially as a guy who's coached Chris Ottman-Bell the last few years and sees how easily players can get injured, there's no mm-hmm. reason to risk an injury when you're playing. He doesn't want Eastern to do that. Speaking of, speaking of that name, didn't see him anywhere. No, and he, and he was announced. I don't think they're playing him. I think he has since they're asked. waiting he, for him. Yeah. No, he was announced on the starting lineup. I saw him a couple times out against Nebraska, but I think they're almost holding him for the for a bigger game or like for the Big Ten. Yeah, honestly, and that's I, the only thing that makes sense at this point. But it's just so annoying that people are just constantly. Oh, they suck. They only beat them by nineteen. I'm like, you done. You didn't watch the game. Dude, you don't were, understand football. They were Shut twenty the point up. favorites, right? Like, I know. They, they almost covered. They nine. They got nineteen more points in the game. Like they expect us to be Alabama and win by fifty points. It's like we don't have Nick Saban. We have PJ Fleck. He's going to play very conservative. That's in just 2019, how it is. when we won the Outback Bowl, we yes. almost lost to South Dakota State, and then we almost lost to Georgia Southern. And Jarek McKinnon was not on that Georgia Southern team. Yeah. So it wasn't a good. I, and the thing is, I brought that up to somebody that I was having an argument with, and they're like, oh, you're bringing up a year four years ago? I'm like, dude, that's just a very like it, like prominent example. This happens every year. That's just the yeah. year where it was very prominent, where I'm just saying, hey, we started 9-0 and beat Penn State, a top-five team at home, when we literally had to beat South Dakota State in the last drive on fourth down, had to go for it, I still remember that, and almost lost to fucking Georgia Southern, who I think went 2-10 and ten that year. Yeah. And it was the beginning of the year. Everybody was like, oh, we're going to suck, this blah, blah, blah. But last year, we started off like kind of questionable, and then we did okay. Like People need to calm the fuck down. This is how he coaches. Yeah. 
as frustrating as it can be, you want to run up the score. You want to see our team kick some ass. But well, we had Tommy Olsen on, you know, to, before the season, and he really hyped us up, thinking it was going to be like a passing offense. So that's what I was just really expecting. But just like you He's said, not they, they, got, they got off to a, like an early lead. They're not going to start bombing the ball down no. the field at that point. They're going to hand it off, just like Cam said. They're not going to show everyone their playbook at that point. It's only Eastern Ethan Michigan. Ethan can pass, too. And like he, they did like launch the ball a couple times on Saturday and, and against Nebraska, but not nearly to the point where I know he's capable of. Yeah. You well, uh, speaking of calming the fuck down as well, uh, the gopher social media admin for the football team needs to call him the fuck down and unblock our friend Allie Ray. Yeah, so, I don't. Allie Ray, who's uh, an OnlyFans star, friend of the brand. Been huge, on the show. Huge gopher fan, by the way. She'll buy like 10 to 15 tickets just for her friends and family mm-hmm. so that they can fill up the stands with gopher fans. Yeah. She got blocked by the by the same person, by the way, who told us to delete our account one time. Yes, people who fucking I, nerd. Again, I would say that we do more to advertise the Gopher football team than the fucking Gopher football team does. I mean, our posts on Instagram will get forty five k plus likes yeah. around the Gophers. They're not doing that shit yet. They call us out. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I get mad when I hear about the it Gopher social media ad. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. You're not working with, you're not marketing right. You're not working with the influencers she, and everything. You're she'll she'll wear like a. Uh, like a crop top with the gopher logo. I yeah. mean, there, I think there's only one photo where she has M like the gopher M over her nipples, nipple covers. Yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not like she's just nude, like, Oh, tagging the gophers in it. Like an OnlyFans bot that's on yeah. Twitter. Like it, it is kind of weird that they would do that. Like maybe they don't quite support her profession and that is what it is. But the fact that they block her is just, it's so weird. weird. I can understand if it's maybe like a Wisconsin girl and at the same time she was chirping the main account. Whatever, you, whatever, you don't want to see it. But at this, I, I saw a South Spice today. Shout out to her. She literally tweeted at the Gopher Football Social Admin. She was like, this hey, I, I have an OnlyFans as well. Does that mean you're going to block me? You're going to block no. everyone with an OnlyFans account? Because no. you're going to have a lot of people to block. That just doesn't make sense to block. You don't. We're not saying you have to like repost or retweet anything from her. Like. You're What's blocking the, the gopher content from you're, her. Yeah. Blo- you're blocking a humongous gopher fan. I know. Who that doesn't make any lives sense. in Florida and travels around the country to watch not only one of your teams, but two of your teams. She goes to a ton of gopher hockey games. I know. Yeah. It's 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 fucking it, bananas. They're not, you're not, she's doing nothing negative to the gopher football brand or that page. Yeah. In fact, the opposite. She's only helping it out by flying from Florida, showing up and buying, just like Jack said, like 20 tickets a game for Building her. Building engagement. She for has the- a massive following and she is for free, including gopher logo in her following. Oh, she's exactly. promoting the it, Gopher football program and the no Gophers sense. in general. So well, free our girl, There's Allie just Ray. no reason to block. If you know the person who runs that account or you are that person, just, just unblock her. Yeah, it, We're not saying you got to follow her. We're not saying you got to retweet her. Just unblock her. Yeah, it's, a, it's a weird I'm move. I'm sure it's not a university or if, policy. If, 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 if maybe it's a female who's running that account, right? She doesn't want to see a half-naked woman. Sure, you can mute the account and her, her post will never show up on your feed. Yeah. I think a block is just a little too far. It'd be different if she was like, Spam comment or spam comment or spam comment like fuck go for football fuck the admin fuck blah 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 f this f that but she's harmless mm-hmm. she's on your side I'm on your side unblock her you know it really seems that way doesn't it whoa that was I, I Jake, that was, use that that's I, a good problem well, I want I want you to apologize for that no he just yeah. threw a sharpie at me <laughs> no no I didn't try to throw, more that fucked was up from than, the movie you know what you know what I'm gonna do I'm really gonna here's way, what I'm gonna do for Allie Ray I'm gonna I'm gonna block on my personal account the Gopher men's football social media account until the game on Saturday in solidarity in solidarity. You should do it until further notice until, uh, yep. I don't know. Yeah. I'm block no, her. No more of seeing boss man content on your feed until you unblock her. It's a contingent deal. 
You're going full Tim Brewster style. But then on the oh, sa- on Saturday though, I'm gonna want to see the content. I'm yeah, gonna, sure. Probably unblock yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just for uh, you know. But five four days. days of solidarity is not bad. Three days: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. Four, three and a half. It's better well, than zero. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing something. Just unblock her, please. Doing her. Just due do it. She's diligent. She's, she's a nice lady. Yeah. We ran into her at the tailgate. She bought ten to fifteen tickets for the opening day game, which we knew was overrated, or not, or not overrated. Uh, sold out. Yeah. And um, very uh, highly highly priced. Yep. I was going to say, we could talk about the Twins. I know we got a lengthy interview with Kevin that'll probably ensue, in, in but the, the, the Twins are still kicking it. Um, what did you just... Oh, you're filling in Cam's bet? <laughs> he just wrote the uncle bit, so I just tried to... <laughs> Cam, anything on the Twins? You've been keeping up. I know they're losing 2-1 to one to the Rays right now, but... Oh, they're winning 3-2 now, yeah, bottom of 8. Look at that. Twins are back. Twins are back, um, confirmed. We are all aboard the bandwagon. What's the magic number? Do you know? It is 13, okay. I believe. So we're getting there. We're getting to the nitty-gritty. Uh, we're not watching Nick Gordon in September. It's fantastic. That's good. Um, yeah. They're, we are full force until we get disappointed again. It's we're funny be that October we're October baseball, guys. Yeah, it's funny that we're looking forward to Twins postseason baseball. It's weird. I'm still knocking on wood <laughs> as you <laughs> say <laughs> that, <man. laughs> You're right. It's still way The it's math still, still supports yes. a possibility. Yes, you're right. Still a margin there. Um, all right, before we get into fallness, let's go over our bits of the week. Um, I'm just going to kick it off because mine is so relevant to some of the stuff we just talked about. I have the open bar bit. You guys had an open bar this weekend. I had an open bar at a wedding in Indianapolis. The open bar bit is pretty simple. It's just uh, I like having this marker in my hand now. I feel like. Like you're a coach, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm pointing at shit. Uh, when you're at a wedding or an event, such as we were this weekend, and it's open bar, it just suddenly turns into a contest of how much you can drink. So, yes, and, and the food's good. And, and again, you get that opportunity so little whenever it does pop off to go to an open bar, like you got to take advantage of it. Yeah, I you love the open bar a bit. You got it. You got it. I mean, it it, it sometimes is, uh, you know, draws. There's a line you might need to like, I don't know, question about crossing if it's like on a weeknight or something like that. But and you have to work the next day and you didn't know there's an open bar. That's, you know, maybe, you know, unexplored waters. But on a weekend and especially a wedding or like us, even on a Sunday, you're like, yeah, we're going after it. Yeah. We're getting after it. Let's go to you, Cam. What's your bit this week? Uh, so I have two. My first one is the corporate fridge bit. Um, this was the most frustrating thing in the world. So every, like you guys know, you like went into the office. There's a, there's a fridge. It's a corporate fridge. It's fucking disgusting for one. It's just a cesspool for two. Shit gets stolen all the time. Yeah. I had a monster in there. One day last week. Did you put your name on it? No, but mm. no one does. Oh, it's a war zone. And there's a sign on the thing that says, if you didn't eat it, or if you didn't bring it, don't eat it or drink it or whatever. Either way, I thought it was fine. I came back like after lunch when I wanted to take a nap, but I needed a monster to stay awake. Missing. It pissed me off so much. It, I don't know. The corporate fridge bit sucks. It does. That That is a massive problem across America that we don't talk about enough is just people stealing other people's food when everyone in the building makes at least $60,000 a yeah, year. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Are you that broke? <laughs> corporate fridge rights. Yeah. Unless I stand some, for corporate fridge freedom. Time to start the conversation. Unless there's people that know about the corporate fridge that, you know, maybe homeless or something. And, and yeah. they, they know these they know these corporations. They have a strategy. Let's go into the corporate fridge, you know, dress like Kind of like get some nice, decent clothes. Look like you know where you work there, maybe a little bit, and go up there and steal some food. Yeah, Cam, um, Cam you do work at a car dealership, though. I'm curious if if where your break room is located, because what if it's customers wandering around looking for, or is that a totally whole... far away? Okay, so because oh, yeah. I, I have I have gotten oil changes at places where like yep. the the workers' break room is like 
kind of nearby. Yeah, like in the way. And room I think area. if you get like a really old guy who just doesn't give a fuck but is also confused, he might stumble in there, open up the fridge, and just think that that's like a complimentary monster. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't. Oh, look, okay. a monster. Uh, my honorable mention <laughs> bit is uh, the uncle bit. Uh, my sister gave birth on Sunday, so I am officially an uncle. Congrats, Cam. Thank you. You are the uncle. It's a round of applause. Uncle Cam. It's got a nice oh, ring to it. Uncle it Cam touched me. Oh. <laughs> Uncle Bob touched me is an actual band I, name. I know it is, yes. It's uh, one of the more unfortunate band names Cam, in uh, the history of the band. I have a, I have a follow-up question for you. What is your favorite, or what is going to be your favorite thing about being an uncle? Like, what are you looking forward to the most about being an uncle? Like, what kind of uncle are you going to be? The drunk uncle? <laughs> the drunk uncle? I won't be the creepy uncle. I won't be the drunk uncle. I'll be the one that spoils the hell out of her. Okay. And then gets her on a sugar high and then brings her back to her mom. Okay, there you go. I love how he asked you what uncle you're going to be, and then you brought up the ones that you weren't going to be. Because I know that like one of you three smart asses would have been like, Cam's the creepy uncle. <laughs> well, Zane already made a pedophile I, joke. I did. I did. In- instantly. Oh. It's because I look at you as my long-lost uncle, Cam. Oh, Dad. And I yeah. want you to touch me, Cam. <laughs> you, do have a, you do have a mullet, though, and you do like derby racing, and you just hammer bush lights. Yeah, so I'm going to be the cool you're one. You're like our redneck younger uncle. Yeah. You're going to bring your niece to the derby well, meetings. You're going to bring yes. her. To, you're going to bring her to her first strip club. Yep. Dude, I actually I have a legitimate <laughs> uncle who's I have a legitimate uncle who's three months older than me. Oh, that that, that does shake out that way what? sometimes. Yeah, so my when my uh, when my dad had me, it was like three months after my grandpa had his last kid. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So he's like, I whenever I go to things, I'm like, hey, Uncle yeah. Tyler, and he's my age. Yeah. <laughs> More <laughs> like cousin Tyler. Yeah, it I've, feels like it. Yeah. I've heard of uh, like I don't know any people like this, but I've heard of like. People having uncles or aunts that are younger than them. that. That yeah. is possible yeah. as well. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. That's yeah. My dad's uncle is only like three years, four years older than him. Yeah. So growing up, I'm like, oh, is that like your? When I was really young, is that your brother? No, it's my uncle. Like, what? <laughs> that is super weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jake. What's your bit? Uh, mine is the audible bit. <laughs> this is hilarious. Um. So this I think is very should be relatable to a lot of people. But we showed up to the Gopher Gopher football tailgate. And we all decided before we, you know, start going and drinking in the lot, we're like, let's set up the porta potties. Let's see what we got to do at first. <laughs> let's Whoa, see what, what, we do. what do you mean? Uh, like, let's go. We all had to go to the bathroom. This is I think the we best. all blow our brains out. Even at about. first, I'm like, I don't know if I got to piss. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in and piss. And you guys were all waiting for me. And of course, I'm in there a little longer than what would be for a piss. And. You guys are like, what the fuck is going on in there? I'm like, I pulled an audible. (laughs) And ended up having to take a number two, take a dump. And, you know, I was in there taking a piss. And I'm like, you know what? I, yeah, I got to take a number two here. I didn't puke, though, so no trifecta. Dude, the funniest Um, bit part about that, too, was there's people in the porta potty to the right and left of him. So we're talking to him. These other people can hear him. And they're just hearing Jake. Yeah, I had to pull an audible. I'm shitting now. Like, that's so funny. I had to pull an audible. And then again, I'm like, I have to go take a piss. And I was gone a little longer. And you're like, what happened? I had to pull an audible yes, again. Your system then, was fucked up. Yeah, that for day, dude. yeah, a couple times. Fortunately, there's a uh, and then he went into the next porta potty and had to use that hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, did you run out of toilet paper? Yeah, there was no hand sanitizer. Like in the first one, I'm like, I'm not walking out of here and going to a tailgate without after what you just did. Yeah. Yes, after what? Yeah. So there's a, a sin. There's like a famous blogger who I think blogged for Vice back in the day. Maybe now he's at Deadspin, but he's pretty famous for having like a mailbag Q and A type thing. And I think he said like, send me your worst like bathroom stories and this one guy worked at an office where him and another guy were on the same bm schedule and every time he would be in the stall this guy would walk in next to him and he said he would pull up the toilet seat drop his pants and start pissing and then like right when it was done he would flip and just full-blown start shitting (laughs) 
So like, I don't know if he if he wasn't taught that he could do both at the same yeah. time or what, but or constantly came in. I only got a piss. Kill now two I, birds, bro. That's so, ki- that's kind of what I thought of when I heard. So that. he said he. So first thing you do, he's pissed, but it wouldn't be like he'd pull his pants all the way down to piss. Yes. Okay. So this is clearly someone who might not be all there. Correct. Yeah. Upstairs. And then, and then he said, yeah, he would just simply pull in one eighty and just start shitting. <laughs> so it's. It's uh, a mystery out there, people. Dude, the fact that he had the balls of that in front of people too. I like, know what? you're not you're not at home. Well, so if the same guy was in the stall next to him every day, then he was like, "Well, this guy already knows my secret, so now it is what it is. It's out." So live, yeah, live your best life. But then, I guess. but then that's got to be weird because you're walking around the office and you see that pair of shoes and you're like, "Oh, yeah. you're the guy." And it's like, okay, now you know what my face looks like. I have to use a different bathroom. That would just be very awkward. I would I would shift bathrooms. I would pull an yeah. audible of bathrooms. <laughs> Go to the fourth floor. Yeah, there's the third. Exactly. There's yeah. always uh, there's always like some hidden gem bathroom in those corporate office buildings too. Yep. Got to find the right one. All right, Wags, take us home. I got the argument theatrics bit. Um, this is just because I love the way our good friend Zooch argues. Uh, <laughs> he was screaming at us after the Vikings game, essentially just blaming the whole entire thing on Kirk Cousins. And then someone make a point like, uh, someone make a perfectly reasonable point like, yeah, but Kirk's not expecting his own offensive lineman right at that second to fucking shove the ball out of his hands. Correct. And then so what Zooch will do in these situations when someone's arguing against them is he'll start laughing and walk away from you and just shake his head. I can't oh, yeah. believe but, what the but, fuck I'm here. And, and he, then you'll kind of pace back. Yeah, he'll pace back and let's look and he'll shake his head more. And just the way that he argues, I love it so much because like you just say rational things to him, and he just like looks at you like you're the craziest person because he room. doesn't have a response. <laughs> it's it's well, almost like nope. Well, no, it's because spe- he was pretty trash too. He, yeah, we all when, were when he, open yeah. bar, and so we were like, oh yeah, we were all we were screaming at each other yeah. in the tailgate lot. That's how drunk yeah, we were. That was that was getting insane. But... I am glad I wasn't there for that. <laughs> yes, like Zooch when he's like more sober, he's a little bit more you know cordial and my. I, th- I think I don't. Even, I, quite frankly, I don't even think he would have actually ex- had that exact take if he was sober. Yeah, I don't he's think always so he's always super defensive on Kirk Cousins but yeah I remember he was just laughing you could see the look in his eyes he is one of those guys where you can tell he's you would like look around like am I am I the only sane one like Like, just the stuff that you would do no no you're not at all because he ended up getting because we had other people show up to him be like hey buddy it's not Kirk's fault and then he would just do the same laugh but I love you talking about I I actually like I love it so much because it's so entertaining to watch and y'all yeah sometimes when two drunk sports fans are arguing about something so minuscule like yeah you just kind of have to step back and drink your beer and like just sit down and watch yeah just that that in itself is the entertainment not yeah. even the game i can't believe what you're saying right now dude <laughs> like it just gets so uh it, it's you know it's great super but he, fun dude to be around I know. Yeah. um yeah. but he <laughs> we ended up staying out there a little later and we're walking in <laughs> minneapolis and and a couple of these buccaneers fans just started talking shit to us so they're kind of being stupid and whatever but then all of a sudden this this guy in a jj jersey just comes up and just randomly pushes zooch for no reason and we're just walking, and then, and then Zooch, of course, just that sets him off. Like, Get the fuck off, man. I'm, I'm literally holding Zooch, this guy back from Zooch. This guy kept, like, walking. I'm like, bro, just step away. He's fucked up. You're fucked up. Let's just, let's just go our separate ways here. And then he got around me a couple times, went up to Zooch, slapped him. <laughs> just slapped him. It was so weird, actually. And then Zooch, like, he didn't even fall. Like, he didn't slap him. Zooch falls a couple times. His knees are all, his knees are all fucked up. up. Yeah, part of that is because he tripped over the 
The cooler in the God. tailgate after too. He was. He, he might need to be put on timeout. He from tailgates. I didn't he might know he to fell, be dude. I didn't know he yeah, got dropped. Yeah. He, well, he fell off a stupid slap, but he was so fucked up. And then Zoots tried walking around. What are you gonna do, bro? What are you gonna do? And I'm holding this fucking guy who I think is on just some of the booger sugar as well. And he, and then he starts talking shit a little bit to me, like, "Dude, get your fucking hands." I'm like, "Dude, just let's stop." And then eventually, I had to turn around and like drag, grab him by his fucking hand, like I'm dragging like a toddler. I'm like, "Let's fucking go." Dude, and then this guy's still yelling shit. Almost oh, this guy to run came up. up unprompted too. Yeah, yeah, because I think he saw like us kind of yelling back at these Tampa Bay fans, and then we started walking. And all of a sudden, I see him come up and just push his ooch for no reason. <laughs> Didn't say anything to him. I don't even know where this guy came from. Actually, it was so we- bizarre. And this one lady got out of her car, freaking out, and started filming us. <laughs> It was so strange, dude. Like, she thought this was going to be on a court case. I'm like, no, 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 this is fine. No, she has had a TikTok account for a long time and thought this was finally the moment that she filmed a public viral fight. I'm wondering if this is posted somewhere, but I I would love to see the footage. I would love to see it, It was was pretty interesting. Um, Good. Yeah, it was so weird. I'm so mad I missed that. And we were walking down the street, and Zooch is still yelling back at this guy. You can hear this guy, fuck you, pussy. And then Zooch is like, oh, yeah, why don't you come over here in trouble like, dude what the fuck are we doing what are Jeez. you doing Jeez, but it was just this, so this is, weird this, this is mini, this is peak minneapolis and though. this is peak vikings fan base after they lose it's like i'm gonna go push a random fan on my team yeah i don't know why i don't know what i don't know what was going on this guy was wearing a justin jefferson jersey goes up to zooch pushes him and zooch is just on a, on a new one. Fucking I mean, he irate. he was he was just. Got, I mean, this guy was stumbling, and and then he proceeds to call his girlfriend. We just got fucking jumped, <laughs> which sounds like we got robbed. Yeah, he walked in the house that night because I had just gotten off a fucking flight, and he's ringing the doorbell profusely, and then he <laughs> he sticks his face up on the glass like he's a fish, and like his face is all Dude. squished up against the glass, and I let him in. He's like, bro. I just got fucking jumped, and his knees are all bloody. So naturally, I'm like, oh, dude, you okay? Like, you still got your wallet? And then I so walk, and I'm like, Jake we didn't get and he's fucking like, we did jumped. not get jumped. No. So we had to, well, we had to walk him through the, the difference between getting jumped and just getting slapped by a man on cocaine. I can't believe he fell, dude. And then he was doing the theatric argument bit for like 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Oh, so he was I arguing when he got back, dude. Yeah. yeah. I love the way you well, Yeah, you so got much. you guys were arguing. Him and Jake were arguing about the, well, the validity of the slap contest that happened on the sidewalk. <laughs> No, no, then well, I remember he was saying on Sunday, and Jake didn't do shit. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> I'm like, for dude, I was trying to hold him off of you. Literally, because if I let him go, they, they would have just, this guy would have slapped probably Zooch into oblivion. Zooch maybe would have started <laughs> punching back. I don't know. I held this guy back for a quite a long time. Like what the refs say, you sometimes just have to let him play. Yeah, dude. It, uh, I, I pulled this guy off of him a c- couple times, but he was just slapping. It was God. so weird. That's why I would have seen an all-time. If you want to be our all-time cameraman and just follow us around, dude, let us fucking know. If we could, we, that's what we need a cameraman that is, for. Yeah, we needed that. I would pay yeah, sure. yeah, I would pay so much money to see that video. I know. I would, dude, too. It I was, would, too. It was uh, insane. It was just well, I was there, laughing. There is a video, though, where you, I won't give too much away, that I'm. I haven't even seen yet where you you swap fans with a fat Cowboys fan, right? Or jerseys? Yes, that happened. It's on Zucha's phone. You got to remind him. But yeah. we, need, we need to get that from Zucha's phone. And that sounds that. funny. But I want to see that. There was some random Cowboys fans that we ran into outside of the stadium. Not sure why they're there, but they we you know had a friendly conversation with them, surprisingly. And uh, yeah, guess what? They're Cowboys season ticket holders. Guess where they live? Probably Minneapolis. Indianapolis. Oh, what the fuck right? are they doing there? Yeah, it made no sense. But yeah, they were rich old people. So Oh, so they just... But they, yeah, they're seeing new stadiums. They're fun. Probably. So. You saw the man shirtless. 
We'll uh, we'll try to yeah we'll get that posted too. There was some interesting stuff that happened. I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, as Vikings do do when we lose like that in week one. I guess um, <laughs> Dude, the circus comes out when we, when we when we lose. Every week when we win too, the circus comes out. Oh, yeah, it's even funnier finishes. though when we lose. Uh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting day. All right, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll get to our interview with Kevin Falness. Ladies and gentlemen, football season's back and hockey season is right around the corner and 10,000 Takes has you covered for all things Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Wild, and just 10K in general merchandise. Just go to 10KTakesMN.com. We're going to have a shop tab there and go and check out all of our amazing items. we got plenty of gritty items. we got plenty of other um, great Vikings items, such as the I Love Cock, Kevin O'Connell shirts, and the God Bless Kirk Cousins shirt. And on top of that, we will be releasing our Minnesota Wild collection soon. And we already have our Minnesota Twins collection on the store. we got some great stuff Twins-related, too. Get your Twins gear before the playoffs. But once again, go to 10KTakesMN.com. It'd really support the brand if you did. Thanks a lot. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit. We're joined by a special guest, friend of the program. we got Kevin Falness, member of... Minnesota Wild Radio, host of On the Pond podcast on KFAN. Beyond the Pond. Beyond the Pond. Get it right, honestly. KFAN. That hey. was, I came here because I thought you'd for sure have all my stats At least right. I didn't say KFAN, though. No, you can't I've say I've heard K-fan. you hate that. I don't hate that. I think the upper management in the KFAN studios hate that. We so had we had Chad Abbott on, and uh, he oh, gave yeah. us he gave us a pretty hard lecture about that. So he I'm is, just yeah, he's a good dude. And I'm not just saying that to kiss his ass. It's true. He's a great dude. There's a lot of good people in that building, so I, yeah. I feel fortunate. Yeah, well, we're lucky to have you. I was also going to add to your uh, to your resume there that you're an internet troll. Would you agree with that? I would 100% agree. I'm, I'm a life troll. I, I don't do anything other than bug people, really, and I think anyone would, would tell you that. You guys don't know me well enough. At some point, I'll probably start bugging. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba yeah. thinks I'm a troll, yeah. 100%. <laughs> He's a troll, I think too. that guy hates me. He stopped following me. He stopped responding he to me. Wow. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's the one Fuck who's always him. telling everyone That's else to thought. lighten up. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I was having fun with him, and I, I think he got mad. And wow. then he's not the first. He's not the last. There's plenty of people that are done with my shtick. But that's fine. That's <laughs> well, just no, having fun. Stupid. We'll have a Too conversation sensitive. with him. We'll no. bring him back into the no. fallenness no. fold. <laughs> I want to see him do some more of those eating challenges that he never did well in. No. Yeah. But he, yeah. he, he challenged. He said he's the big, he's the king of everything. But he wins at nothing. <laughs> I'm the king of this. Well, he talks a lot of shit. You, Bubba. And, and smokeless I, tobacco yeah, right. or something. I think the last time we had you on was you were over Zoom, and it was me and Bubba interviewing you, and he whipped out a chicken sandwich mid-podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just like out his of pocket. his waistband. Yeah. And he, it wasn't, yeah. yeah, yeah like, he, doesn't, he doesn't even really have pockets. He always wears those shitty shorts. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it actually stayed in there in his yeah. shorts and didn't fall. Maybe he had a few more in there, and they all came out, and he just had one Not remaining. to spoil the surprise, but that was a plan. Planned. That was a planned thing that I had the idea of, and naturally he was down. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you liked that because you were like, "Did you just did you just pull a chicken sandwich yeah, out of your pocket?" Started, it wasn't like He's it like, was announced. Yeah. I'm going to have a sandwich now. He just pulls it out of his waistband, literally, and starts going to town on it. All right, I told him to just pick a time to do it and just yeah. do it. It was great. Yeah, that's very fitting for his personality. <laughs> yeah. A quick trip chicken sandwich guy. Quick chicken yeah. sandwich. <laughs> Good dude. I, I'm gonna cough here. I, I'm just getting over a sickness. I'm not contagious whatsoever. So oh, it does. It sounds like I've been smoking. I haven't smoked in like 15, 20 years. But I've got the. Uh... <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> wow. yeah. It's just the worst. So it's going around my house now. So I'm completely healthy now. I feel good. Well, I'm not healthy, well, but it's, I, like, I'm not sick though. Well, then again, like you're no. close to breathing out of your neck. No, it's what I've got is I've I've got asthma. And uh, oh, okay. and so when I get sick, I get my allergies, and when that goes, it's, 
this is what comes. No, up. this it, kid's it, making fun no, of no, people no, with disabilities. No, 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 not like your general voice, but when you like yeah, that sounded. Or you I know it's bad. With it's one bad. of those voice boxes. Yeah, I'm canceled. Someone oh, get yeah. me a cigarette. Yep. You ever seen scary movie? Hello, Mr. President. Freaks out, thinks aliens and stuff. Exactly. Oh, that's great. Yep. I was gonna say though, if you do want to cough on me, then I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Mm. So it's it's actually optional if you want if you are contagious or not. I don't care. I'm not contagious, but we can. We lip test lock it. and find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go, I mean, we might as well go for it. We <laughs> yeah. can test it. We're the shot. I was going to say, though, at least you're at least you're getting your sickness out of the way now before the hockey yeah. season starts. It, it happens to me. It, for me, it's one time in the spring and one time in the fall, typically. So I know it's coming, and typically it takes my voice with it. And this didn't happen this time. But it knocked me on my ass for, I don't know, 48 hours I was dealing with it. Kids had just gone back to school, so that, that was good. But it was it's it's not fun. It's it's unpleasant, and I just had no energy to do anything. And so here I am. I, I think I think we're okay now. So you're like a national hero to us right now for being here. Then I know I feel good. I I didn't do anything extra to be here other than drive here. So <laughs> typically I do. This, if you guys were anywhere but Plymouth, because this is actually relatively close. Like if you guys were in St. Paul, I'm doing it via Zoom. I just <laughs> I just can't. It's not that I don't. I'm I'm too important to do anything like that. But I've got three young kids running around my house, my wife, and we got activities every night. So this was actually pretty convenient. So, but well, St. Paul, you guys your are hub. good dudes. St. Paul is my hub when I'm working. Okay, this isn't work. Oh, <laughs> we'll catch you though before or after a game next time, and then you'll have to do an interview yes. in St. Paul. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll just yeah. trap you in a corner. You yeah. gra- let's go down to Tom Reed's. Well, oh, say we go down to Reed's, grab we, a couple beers. We need to do a live show from there. He that would, would actually that. be great. I guarantee you, he'd love it. Have you guys have been down there lately? Yep. That patio he he added down there is ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's out in that back bar, I, and I think the front bar is cool. Even if they didn't have any of that extra stuff with the patio and all that other jazz that he added, it's still a cool place. But then he adds on that back bar with that neon North Star whatever bar sign back there and then the open patio with the fireplace and usually some guy playing guitar it's fantastic outstanding setup so then they add didn't they add that mobile thing too you know what i'm talking about with like the seats yes. on the side during the, the pedal s- pub the pedal pub that's i've never seen called. it but they've i've seen them uh promote it yes and this is the only guarantee you'll never see tom reed on there pedaling that thing <laughs> he might be the bartender sometimes yeah. but I, have you any of you ever done a pedal pub? No, but Never it looks super fun. We'll have to do that one specifically yeah. and like try to see how far we can go before we quit. There you go. The My over under is like two miles. Well, <laughs> I think you do it with a bunch of guys and see who's doing the work and who's just going along for the ride because someone's got to pedal. Mm-hmm. And if everybody pedals, it's a lot easier. But if only one or two guys are pedaling and everyone else is getting hammered, it's not as much fun, <laughs> right? You know, because then your two guys are actually working. Where everyone it's a else team is building a exercise. Time. I was going to go. say too, Tom Reed's is such a popular place, especially during the wild season, he could add four different levels to that bar, and there still wouldn't be enough space for everyone to fit. So 100%. I'm glad he's expanding the space, but I just know it won't be enough because it's just that much demand. Yeah, which is a great problem to have. Exactly. You know, Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub went through some lean times, and so did everyone, not only on West 7th, but in the world in general. But during COVID, it was some pretty lean times down there because not only was there no wild hockey, there was no nothing. And uh, the fact that those establishments were able to survive the way they were, including Tom's, is a testament to their their hard work and fortitude and all that stuff. So I, I, hats off to them. Tom is one of the hardest workers out there. And, and so I've kissed Chad Abbott's ass so far. Now I'm kissing yep. Tom Reed's. But he really is. I mean, I don't see that guy quitting any of his jobs. And he's got to be north of 70. I know he is. He's 75-ish, something like that. I don't know what his exact age is. It's easy to find. 
but you won't find a guy that works harder. He's always in his bar. He's always talking to people, and he's actually doing work down there. Plus, he's doing, you know, 80, 90, 100 games a year with the Wild and traveling. And, uh, I mean, that's not easy. So I I tip my hat to that old man. He's awesome. See, we love Tom Reeds over here. My only complaint about it is it's 2023. I've seen enough penises in my lifetime. Can we get away from the troughs? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's my only yeah. but, but it's also kind of nostalgic. I it did goes not to the know dome. where you were going I with that. I kind of love... Yeah, I was going to say, was it the troughs, or did you just see something in the corner of a top <laughs> I was trying to think of graffiti in yeah. the area, and I yeah. couldn't think... But yeah, they, they do have the troughs, and that goes back to the years of the Met Center and the yep. Metrodome. That's yep. the, and I hated that stuff. Oh my god! You need to Zane. You need to put like a, you need to put that in writing. Like uh, leave it a, a five star review on Google. Say fantastic. Other than the cocks. <laughs> so that way he still gets the five star rating, but he, he gets a little bit of feedback. Exactly. Like, no, or, I like that. Yeah. Limit one person to the trough, or at least or at least <laughs> don't allow anyone in there that's bigger than me, because then <laughs> yeah. I just go in there and get offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get sad. <laughs> it just makes me depressed. Yeah. Well, I know I know we have a lot of you ever did you ever partake in a post game uh party or post game at Tom Reed's? Do you ever go there after games? In or? my younger years, yeah. it was the go to destination. Yeah. Now I just get the hell out of here. I go oh, I go home. Okay. Uh in my younger years for sure. We would go down there all the time and I know the refs are always down there. You know, Tom talks all the time. He knows all the refs because they all come down and see him. They, he knows all the traveling parties. This is the place to go. For anyone and anyone, uh, you're looking for something to do the night before a game or even after the game, you got night uh, in St. Paul before you travel the next day. They're going to go down to Tom Reed's and talk to TR and, and have a good time. So uh, in my younger years, I would go down there when I was, uh, when I started in the year 2000, how old was I, 30 something? Um, yeah, we would, we would tear it up down there a little bit. And, I've, and, yeah. I've tried to get you down there a few times. I know there yeah. were games where like the Wild would be losing like 4-1, to one, and I'll tweet at you, hey, at Kevin Falness, if if the Wild come back and win this, will you join us at Tom Reed's? And you always answer with maybe. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. one of these <laughs> times. That's normally a no, but if they win, maybe a maybe means yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it's so hard because I'm there most of the day, and so I, I yeah. once uh, – you know, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I mean, anyone that uh, is in that broadcast booth um, knows that we've got our beers waiting for us after the game. So I, I've, I've, I'm, we're on the On the Glass uh, Club down there. That's where my radio studio is. And I've got my little refrigerator. So I, I'm ready to go once we're off the air. I'm having a couple beers as I do my post-game stuff. And then I just want to get the hell home. But, yeah, I, I'll take you up on one of those. I don't blame sometime. you. We've, uh, we've, we've done it with Joe O'Donnell multiple yeah. times. I was going to say uh, that one time we, we showed up there and Joe O'Donnell, we were just started, yeah, pounding back some beers with Mr. Joe O'Donnell. With Joe? That was, yep, that was interesting. That was fun. You was know, he's time. in a different situation now, though, because now he's here full time. Like, before he was free and, and you know, nothing to worry about because his entire family was in Iowa. Now they're all here in Edina, and he's uh, got to go. So it, it might be a different situation with Joe now. He's got to be a behaved know. man. Oh, wow. I get yeah. it. He's got three kids at home, too, yeah. and a wife. To him, so. it was kind of a little vacation. I'm just staying in a hotel for the night. The Wild Lost. Let's go to Tom Reed's. So. That's probably now it. Now he's in Edina. He's a cake eater. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. He so. he's, and he's, he's growing his kids up to be cake eaters. Dang, so you have three kids. He has three kids. Everyone in the radio booth getting laid. Meanwhile, us podcast guys. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm getting laid. It means I've got three kids. <laughs> It means he's had sex at least three times. Congrats yeah, on that. Yeah. Is that more <laughs> than the you. TV guys, though? I have no idea. You know what? I, according to LaPanta's <laughs> selfies, he's got like a, an army of 50. So I, yeah. I don't know about his 
that type of that area. We don't need to get into he, it. He, no. he is an army of like local boys from the neighborhood who just seem to help him out with yeah. tasks yeah. around his yard. I know, I, 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 and, I, and I, you know because he takes selfies with them. Every, All right, guys, you ready? And they yeah. take a little slap. I mean. I do have a ton of healthy pictures, but I've been starting to save uh, <laughs> LaPanta selfies, too. He takes a selfie oh. in front of his TV backdrop. He takes a selfie in, in front of the, the food he just ate, the travels that he's on. Before he gets onto a plane, he takes a selfie. He takes a selfie before he takes a selfie. I have, an, all, I have an all-time LaPanta picture that I, I don't know what I'm going to use for. I've had this for, like, two years. I don't even. So it was at the the military. What's what's the golf tournament every year? With yeah, yeah. Kyle was Rudolph's defending there. the blue line. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph. He, well, he, well, no, he he like he plays in it. Oh, he's like, involved is, in it. Like this is a big tournament. So is it where Rudolph's tournament? No, like okay. he's he's like a part of it, okay. and like a ton of other big Minnesota. So it names. was defending the blue line. Now it's um, I can't think. I can't. Uh, I can United tell Heroes League. Yes. Yeah, okay, so. Okay. This is the photo I have. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I don't know what I... So this was a group photo he took. It's LaPanta wearing a bulletproof vest holding an assault rifle. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to use this... I think I'm going to say like... Is that No, this is, this is real. Legit. Cause okay. there Because there was a bat... Look, he's got his golf glove on with, yeah. the, with the assault rifle. Yeah. So... This is something, maybe it should be like when Fallness tells people to mute their TV. Maybe I'll tweet that. Yeah. Like Fallness walking into the radio booth, or uh, LaPanta walking into the radio booth. Or or LaPanta outside his house when he finds out Fallness is going to try to come over for, for dinner. dinner. Let me just say, I mean, that picture is a good example where I hope he takes everything I say in fun because if he gets pissed, he'll kill me. Yeah. I mean, look at his pipes. He's huge. You're looking at his golf glove and he's holding a that gun. That guy might have actually killed someone before. Yeah, I don't know. He's absolutely ripped. I yeah. don't want him on my. I don't want to be on his shit. List. I, I agree. Probably am. I yeah. never knew that he was jacked until you pointed that. You're right. He has some oh, arms, yeah. dude. He's he uh, he's, he hides it in those suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, plays a lot of golf too. Have you gotten to play golf with him? I haven't, or had dinner with him. No, I don't get invited to anything. <laughs> and I'd probably respond with maybe anyway. But uh, no, I've not. I have golfed with him before, but it's pretty rare. I, okay, uh, maybe once. It doesn't feel like it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like mini golf one yeah, time, I, Pirates Cove. W- Walsy, West Walls, and a Carter I know are pretty regular, but they're all out in the same area. Like I'm in St. Louis Park, they're out in the Woodbury area. Yeah, East Side. They're guys. the with the beautiful people. Loggers Trail fellows. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I'm more, you know, nothing against Brookview or Meadowbrook, but this is that. Those are the types of spots that I play because it's close to me. Yeah, that's what I grew up with. Yeah. So pretty cheap too i i think uh <clears throat> excuse me whoa did you just Gosh, have, i just had i just up? i just had enough uh, just swallowed his tongue i, I had a full episode i think i think it would be awesome if you could somehow you and you and uh lapanta can get together you know just get over each other's differences a beer at tom reed's after a wild game Okay, I I don't think we have differences. I I like to I I like to poke the bear, yeah. I, and so what about I'm a troll, you, but yeah. like like has been established. I don't think we have differences. I I don't think he cares about me to be perfectly honest, but I don't think he hates me. Let's do. Uh, you're on radio. He's on TV. Yes, exactly. So I, I get it. Them. Me, everyone else in between. I, I get that. That's fine. Can Tom Reed swing a golf club? Joe Donnell? Anything? Not anymore. Okay. And Joe doesn't mm. golf. Okay. I, I just learned that. You know who did? Curtsy. Uh, Bob Curtsy ah, lives in uh, Lake Pepinal, loves to golf. Okay. Uh, so I think he still golfs down there a little bit. Tom did. 
But I think his uh, maladies are probably in the way now. I don't. I don't think he can get the club back anymore. Okay. But I was gonna did. say we could do a uh, Ryder Cup style radio versus TV type match play tournament. But I'll, it, I'll make my own foursome. <laughs> I don't need Bob Kurtz or Joe O'Donnell. It sounds like your team isn't very stacked. No, <laughs> I'll find radio people who can play golf. I don't need to go to a guy who doesn't play and a guy who can't play. I'll fill out my own foursome. Thank you. You can bring meat sauce. You can bring me. I'm a seven, and I'm on. K- are you really? I, I'm on KFAN every Saturday, so you I might count. be. Yeah, if you're a seven, you're yeah. better than I am. So yeah, you could, you're you, in. You can have me like uh, wind up like one cable for Wild Radio, and they'd be like, "He's an employee of Wild Radio." Like, well, I'll find a job to be for part you. of our team. We're trying to take down the TV, but to take down the TV group. First of all, I've played with Wes Walls many times. He's a good golfer. Yeah, I bet uh, Carter can smash Has the ball, and he golfer. counts as a TV guy. Um, Lapanta, I, I assume Lapanta's a good golfer because he golfs every freaking day. So if that's three of their four, I'm trying to think who they're uh, Parish. They're going to have to give us a few a bumps. Golfer. They're going to have to give us a I few strokes. So. Uh, so. Alexis Pearson plays like once a month. I think she played yeah. in our golf tournament the first year. But you know what? That's what you find out when you're doing scrambles. You need to find a, a gal who can hit the ball because they get from the ladies' tees, and if they can play. Uh, it's free money. Exactly. You know? So if she can play, I've never played with Alexis. But All right, we'll get to work. She's on staff. Your team captain, you're Zach Johnson here. You just got to make the picks. I don't want Helvey. Helvey doesn't go. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> I don't know who else I have to choose from, but I'll go down the KFAN roster. We'll oh, uh, Common Man. Duh. Mm-hmm. You know who golfs? He's a lock. Muss. Muss? Uh, Common, Molesky. So I've got some guys to choose yeah, there from. There you go. Muss. So I've got a good story of uh, a foursome that I don't know how I got wrangled into, but I know Musk pretty well, and Molesky and I do some stuff, and uh, and then and then Common, uh, uh, that was the foursome, and so Molesky and Common are in one group, and uh, Musk and I are in the other. I say group, but it, we're in the different carts, and so we're playing a, a golf together, and all of us are playing okay. I, I I'm probably awful. Musk is a great golfer, but he was having a bad round. The other two guys were kind of mucking it up too. And their golf cart is just miserable. I'm MF this MF that throwing their golf clubs, you know, just not talking to each other. They're just having a miserable experience. We're playing just as bad, if not worse, Muss and I in our group, we're just laughing. We're having a good time. And I think that really annoyed the Molesky common groups <laughs> because we were just over there having a, you know, having a, a crappy round too, but we were having a good time. We're having fun. We're laughing and having a good time with each other. And I think that really annoyed them and probably added to their angst. And another reason why they didn't play well that time. So yeah. it's yeah, fun though. Must is a good guy to golf with. You get a chance. Does a uh, PA golf? I don't know. I doubt it. I feel like if he golfed, he would just be screaming. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd like be he does commentate his own putts. Yep. He'd be fun. He's so intense, though. I mean, he he's is. a great, great yeah. personality, fun dude. Yeah. I don't know that he'd make a good golfer. You know? No. Boom! No! Yeah, he immediately slices <laughs> it. Screaming. Yeah. Boom. The whole cannot unlike this. Yeah, right. he would just start describing everything in, in a, the great way he does, but like on the golf course. Yeah. Broadcasting to nobody. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I. You guys, you know, you guys should have Muss on your little podcast here. He's we a, should. He's a good dude. And he, uh, he's a hockey fan. 
He I knows this little podcast. This little podcast. Little podcast. Wow. As you said, we have like the I'm coolest offended. house you've ever seen. <laughs> it really is. This is <laughs> a I've, podcast. I've been in some bachelor pads and I've lived in some and they ain't like this. There's a fresh carpet down here. It's we do. Uh, the one under me has a wine. Uh, there's a wine stain somewhere here, not from us, from uh, our North Dakota hockey guys. But yeah. Okay. Hey, when Kevin Fallon shows up to your studio, you clean up. Before. Is that right? True. Yes. True. <laughs> the vacuum got ran through. <laughs> yeah. Right. The vacuum got turned on. Maybe like uh, a shelf got dusted. Like around <laughs> there's, there's around the stains. objects on it. Yeah. It looks great. You, you need you need to give it a little bit of uh, character, though. We need yeah. some stains. Well, you say like you got fresh carpet laid here, like you. Like you didn't have any carpet or anything in your bachelor pad. What did you have in your dude? I mean, pad? listen to me. When I, if I could tell you some of the douchebags that I lived with, some of the <laughs> stuff that we did, they did, and uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of what it was like we, before I moved to Denver. This is like 1995. So from 90, I graduated in 90. Uh, I don't know. Let's say 93 to 95. I was living in a house in St. Louis Park with some buddies, and I, I mean. That place should have been condemned. My sister, when I moved to Denver, my sister and her friends ended up moving in there, and I don't know what they even sold it for. We we actually bought that house. I think my dad probably bought it for like eighty three thousand dollars. If you can imagine, in St. Louis Park, that house right now, I guarantee, is going for a million. It's, it's still a, a a dirty, ugly place, <laughs> and and we've seen pictures when it goes up on the market. Uh, there's like mold in the basement. It's just it's really disgusting. But I guarantee it's going for three hundred something. Cause, just because it's in St. Louis Park, and because you live there, and yeah, because I live true. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there an description? Kevin Falmus lived right. here. Honorary yeah. plaque on the wall that's yeah. not allowed to be moved. There's some. Yeah. There's some stain that's still there. Yep. And but it wasn't wine. No. Unknown substance. Can't get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've I've lived in some bad. We had another one in uh, when I was in Denver. It was a townhome. And I got in there in the tail end, so there's a, there was about four or five dudes there. One of them is the current voice of the Colorado Avalanche, Mark Mosier. Another mm. guy. You guys want to talk Avalanche? Funny dude. And he's in radio in, in Colorado as we speak. But we were down there with him, and um, that place, again, all we did there was play Sega. That's all we did. Video games. I think it was Sega. We were playing hockey, and uh, I think that was probably it. I don't even think we played Madden. But we would stay up all night, all night. Mosier was there with his then fiance, and they would get so mad because they just wanted to go to sleep and be lame. And we're up there playing video games in the loft and making a lot of noise, yep. like young men would. Yeah, and that's yeah. sounds like the life to me. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we had our, I had a dog in there. It was ridiculous. Yeah, the good times. I think we got to start talking about the Minnesota Wild here, okay? And if you want to, I'm rusty. <laughs> I, I want to talk about bachelor pads. No, I thought you were going to say basketball. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we can Paul talk basketball. That. No. Yeah? I can't no. do basketball. Basketball. <laughs> I actually I went to my first Lynx game, and that's not a shot at the Lynx or, or that I'm above women's basketball. I'm just not a basketball fan in any form, whoever's playing it. And uh, we went, we, had, we were invited by a, a group of neighbors and. It was fun. Yeah, good time. Put on a little show. I have no idea who won. Yeah, I don't even know who they played. I can't. I don't know if I could name any of the players on the team anymore. I, I at one time I could. I don't share more. Yeah. When they were dynasty, I could name yeah, a few. For yeah, for sure. But not anymore. Waylon when she was on the team. Yeah. I, uh, Cheryl Reeve, I think, is awesome. You know, I think she's done an amazing job with that franchise. But uh, they put on a pretty good show. Same with right. the Timberwolves. We never yeah. go to Timberwolves games. We went to their play in last year, and it was a blast. It was, it was, it was a really it was a good time. Also, cheap tickets for a playoff game. Too, yeah, which was which was surprising but nice. Yeah, it was nice to see them in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. in general, <laughs> or at least Timberwolves in, don't in, do a, shit. in a play in game, which is yeah, yeah they've had a rocky existence, and, and it's not easy. 
Krasinski gives me crap all the time too because I, I I boast about the Wild's history. Whereas to be honest, they've only been to the conference finals once, once. and same <laughs> thing with with the Timberwolves. So it's not like either team has a lot to uh, brag about when it comes to that type of stuff. But I, the Target Center to me, I think they've really turned it around a lot. There, there there was a time where it was right up there with the Metrodome with with one of the biggest piles of junk that you've ever sat in. Uh, I, I remember the Metrodome with mice and stuff running around. Oh, it was yeah. just disgusting. Oof. Uh, Target Center, I don't think, has reached that level yet, but this, thankfully, some of those renovations, it's kept it at least current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think they need to blow it up and start over, but I don't think that's going to happen. we got to win a championship first. That would be nice. Yeah. Hey, we got a future MVP in Ant. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the Minnesota Wild here. I just want to know, I've seen a lot of people say that Dino is on the hot seat. <coughs> what are your thoughts on that? I don't agree with it. I mean, I I hope not, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a results-based... L- not a profession, not not even just the NHL head coach in anything. You need results, or or you're on the hot seat. If you want to say he's on the hot seat, you can say that. But I know I don't think you'd ever hear Bill Guerin say that. Yeah, and you guys know him better than I do. Uh, Bill Guerin loves Dean Evason. He does. You know, he absolutely is in, in, emphatic that he's doing a great job. And I agree with it. I mean, you know, they, they this is a team right now that's in a bit of a of, of a bind in where they are, and they did it to themselves, but. Still, it hasn't made it easy on Dean Evason. I think considering all that he's been up against, he's done a great job. I've really enjoyed working with him. And and having worked with each of the coaches since the year 2000, he's been one of my favorites. He's fantastic to work with, great to deal with, and I think his on-ice acumen is second to none. So he's he's a hockey guy through and through, and I, I, I hope he's here for the long haul. Well, and also we'd hate to see another coach come in and we don't get to enjoy those overtime assaults he puts on, uh, puts on the rest of the coaching poor staff. Darby, right? yeah, poor Darby. Yeah, poor Darby. We've had him on here and we're like, you're basically a punching bag and he agreed with us. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? You you, you take what you got to do to keep your job, but uh, if there's ever a guy that can take a punch, it's Darby Hendrickson. Oh, I bet. Uh, you're talking about LaPanta. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Darby is cut from steel. Yeah. It always has been and it feels like he just keeps getting stronger and stronger. So, yeah, I... If there's a guy that can handle it on that coach, I think they they're all okay, can handle it. But Darby's a guy that can take a punch. Have yeah. you ever texted Darby Hendrickson, by the way? Because he does not know how to text. Have I texted him? <laughs> I can't say that he's responded. But if I've had if I have to have him on like Beyond the Pond or something like yeah. that. I just hope that he gets the the text okay. and that, that he's that he remembers. He, uh, he sees it and doesn't him yeah. him and Cam when we were getting him on the show, he had a a series of texts that we could not understand, and we tried to bring him up to him, and he had no idea. Hey, I think it, I, give I think, it, I think it was talk to text that he was using. I'm mm. about 99 percent sure he was trying to do talk to text, and it didn't work. I've texted him a couple times since, and it's a lot better. Okay, but here I'll read. It. Let me scroll up, and he wouldn't be mad because I shared this with him on the pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loved it. But yeah. So this is. Yeah. So so we met him at the uh, Henderson at alumni the game. Yeah, at the yeah. hockey tournament, and I got his number and introduced myself or whatever. So I texted him maybe like a week later, and I said, "Hey, hey, coach, are there any like Tuesdays?" Blah 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 blah. And he said he replies at eleven twelve p.m. Um, and says, "Cam, enter late text. Enter won't be able Tuesday. Enter possibly next. Let's talk." Next week on dot dot enter going on with Eric and Wally dash 10k enter takes takes 
tomorrow. <laughs> Enter. They do show. Dot dot. You guys do podcast. Enter or separate? Question mark. <laughs> we we read that's an old guy like me texting. Yeah, we, we read that off to him. And he's like, I could not tell you what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, or and he was sitting there for a couple seconds. He's like, I'm trying to think. I, he's like, he's, I don't know. He was I like, don't know. He was like, I don't think I was drinking heavily that night. What time was it at? Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, I was like, what when was it? Eleven thirty a.m. Right. Oh, yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, he, I think he was thinking you were going to say like 3 a.m. And he's going to be like, oh, that makes sense. But he's like, ah, no, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> he literally sat there for 20 seconds yeah. trying to think. He tried to I dissect it. There was, I don't know. There was no answer. But... How was he on the show? Amazing. Awesome. He's, there's not a nicer he's, guy right, in, in the world, let alone hockey. No, he's super supportive, super nice, obviously. You know, knows his shit. Are we having a, a focus crisis here, Cam? Only so, on your guys' you work, camera. Working yeah. on the working on the uh, fly. It's fullness. You just keep sipping from that. Uh, I'm a radio guy. You don't you turn it off. <laughs> Is it like talk? turn the fucking thing I mean, off? The stupid turn it video. Off. <laughs> Videos for the lazy. Just listen to us talk. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep, yeah, we're going to keep going on wild questions. Uh, does Marco Rossi, is this the year he finally does it? Does First of all, up? have some respect for him and Rossi. say his name correctly. Okay. <laughs> to, to, his, to, to, to my credit, he went two years in this organization without telling anybody that everyone was fucking his name up. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, it, 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 this used to be a, a nemesis of Bob Kurtz because I, I, I get the pronunciations from these guys during training camp, and every once in a while I'd have to tell them this guy changed his name. He goes, oh, shit, it's been 10 years. I will be this. A, a perfect example of that is Kim Janssen. When he came here, the former number five for the Minnesota Wild back in uh, the early years, uh, was in the league for 10, 15 years. Maybe it was 10 years with the Philadelphia Flyers. Kim Janssen, Kim Janssen, Kim Janssen. He comes here, and I say, hey, Kim, would you mind reading this? So we want to use it for the radio. He says, hi, this is Kim Johnson. You're listening to Wild <laughs> Hockey. I look at him, I go, you said Kim Johnson? He goes, yeah, that's fine. Well, now, wait a second. You've been in the league 10 years. People know who you are, and you're just going to change your pronunciation? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Kim Johnson. Wait, that blows my mind. Is it actually Kim Johnson? No. I don't know why he said it that way. Yeah. It's Kim Johnson. I'd be sitting there. I'd be, like, not being able to sleep over that at night. He was playing mind like, games Kim Johnson. I don't know that he was, but he decided <laughs> he was going to change his name. The, another one... Well, I mean, Derek Bougard, it's actually Bogard, but yeah. he changed because for the nickname Boogie, the Boogeyman. So that one makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that, that have come Lots across. Lots of Well, it's, it's almost like. Uh, Latondress was a. a th- that was always the way it was, but it was just a mouthful. Guillaume Latondress. That, people, was, that was a monster. It is crazy when people that status do it because Darius Leonard, the linebacker for the Colts, was Darius Leonard for years. And then last year, he's like, no, I want to be called my middle name Shaq. And it's like. <laughs> No, you no have one. so many people that you need to get that caught up on yeah. that it's going to piss you off when you hear a mixture of both. Like, you're never going to be able to I'm stop not calling you that calling anymore. you Darius. Nope. Everyone was stuck between Parisi and Parisi. Parisi and That Parisi. one, and that was because of Doc Emmerich, and God bless Doc Emmerich. But, I mean, honest to God, no one's going to know better than Tom Reed. Right. He w- was roommates, best friends with JP. And JP, so... You know, Tom was in this thing, and this has been all of uh, JP's life. He, he's answered, uh, you know, the French version might be Parisi, but it's Parisi. So he told Tom Reed, I've got it on, on tape, him saying, uh, not tape, whatever you call it these days. Uh, I've got it on tape, JP saying, it's very easy. All you have to do is, it's it's always easy. Winning is easy with JP Parisi. That's ah, his name. Okay, That was okay. JP Parisi saying it. He never said anything about Parisi. But I don't think that Zach or JP were all that hung up about it if anyone did the French uh, pronunciation of it. But 
One hundred percent. That that's that's a true story. JP said it, winning is easy with JP Parisi and his awesome French accent. Yeah. Well, so. I remember another Mikhail Granlund. Was it Granlund? Because because Doc Emmerich was always like Granlund, Granlund at the corner, Granlund, Granlund, whatever he said. Yeah. But he got it directly from him. And there is something to that when you get the European pronunciation, they they start to jack with it a little bit, and they try to dumb it down for our uh, for the North American folks, but. That one was another one there. You, you didn't need to stir up that hornet's nest. No. That sounds dumb. Well, yeah. And Granlin was fine being called. Granlin. I still call him a Kyle Granlin, uh, but I know Doc on one of those broadcasts called him Granloon because he went to him and he gave Granlund. him this, other, this different uh, pronunciation, whatever it was. I don't want to pump your tires too much here, but there are no, <laughs> a lot more notable examples of this with the national broadcasts. Like you have... Every time Fiala was playing with us, they'd say Fiala. I remember people would say Fiala. Yeah. That's another one like yeah. would do. Or, or even worse, Capo Kakinen, Capo yeah. Kakinen. Yeah. People always called him Kakinen. I'm like, it's Capo Kakinen. Kakinen. Like, where are you, where I can are you hear getting, it in his voice. Where are you getting Capo the O? Kakinen. There's an A. Like, it's, it's how it's pronounced. So how do you pronounce it? Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. Or sorry, Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. And that's how we'd say it in his uh, Miko Koiba voice. What's your name? My name's... So it is cock. And then they had, they had the guy on the Rangers Cac. who's still there as Capo Caco. Caco, Caco, Capo. Caco, Capo, yeah. So, and they're both in the game that at the same poor, time. That, was that his poor guy yeah, must just have Caco, Caco. <laughs> Caco, Capo. And then I think we all fell victim to when Kirill was coming here. I mean, when he got drafted, oh, yeah. it was Kirill Kaprasov. Kaprasov. Yeah. Yeah. Now that sounds weird saying, but forever it was Kaprasov, and then someone blew my mind saying it was Kaprizov, and yeah. I couldn't deal with that, but three months later I was used to it. Now Kaprasov well, sounds and Kap- weird. Kaprasov, though, f- flows way off the yeah. tongue better than Kaprizov, because there's that eerie where you have to jump yeah. up. And yep. but, yeah. Uh, when about- uh, when no- the former number 10 was drafted, uh, Doug Reisbrow announced his uh, selection back in the year 2000 as Gabo. Gaborik. Yep, yep. <laughs> Marion Gaborik. Marion Gaborik. Yeah, so we still have that on tape or at video least he, somewhere. At least he actually said a name other than Carrie, like Carrie Price did. Uh, well, you can say a name. <laughs> he, was like, he froze uh, up. <laughs> you could tell, too. Like, <laughs> yes. When they were developing some like older NHL video games, like you could tell they didn't do their research in some of the... Uh, in some of the names, like we have Eric Belanger up there. I think it's Belanger, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. And they would say Eric Bellinger. Oh, no. Like, say, yeah. I think, I'm like, I'm sitting there as like a 10 year old. It's not yeah. Bellinger. <laughs> like, and I'm like, but there's, it, they're tough names. You don't deal with this in any other sport. No, like. that's, it's, you know, I think the NBA and some of these other sports are getting more international, but yeah. the National Hockey League has been international for many, many years. Um, I, I think it's great on our staff. Whether it's TV, whether it's radio, even Adam Abrams with PA uh, on the public address there in at XL Energy Center, we'll go to the visiting guys and ask them how do you say the names, and we'll go down the pronunciation list. So we're all on the same page, and I know Joe and uh, Adam talk to each other, and everybody's on the same page. But you go into some of these other arenas, and they don't do that due diligence, and so you'll hear. I'm trying to think of the, the one that was uh, so glaring, uh, Joel. We hear Joel Erickson Eck a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they don't do the due gil- diligence to figure out how his name is. Uh, That's a pretty important part Jewel. of the wild team. You should know how to say his yeah. name. And there's some other ones, too, that I can't come up off the top Probably of my head. Jo- Jonas Brodeen. That might Jonas. be Jonas Brodeen. Jonas Brodeen. Jonas. Brodeen. Jonas. Yeah. I saw um, Russo said in one of his athletic articles that, like, uh, Wallstead is actually Volstead. Yeah. Volstead. That's what it says. Yeah. You say Volstead. Jesper Volstead. Jesper Volstead. Yeah. Volstead. Yeah. I just, and I just he said that to us last year, so I don't think he's changing it. But Jesper 
Ballstead. Okay. With but a you, v. There's, you can't say that to a lot of these suburban dads up in or outside of suburban. <laughs> Maybe Bob, like Maple, Bob Lake. Maple Lake. You can't tell them it's Ballstead. What? I'm going to keep calling them Wallstead. Go right ahead. Call yeah. them whatever you want, but that's that's what he says for now. It could change next week. We're, we're going to get all these guys to come through again, and we'll double-check it. But yeah. as far yeah, as I know, Kim, the, yes, for uh, Ballstead. The Kim Johnson thing is mind-blowing that he said that when we know it's Kim Johnson. It, it, I, I, Bob Kurtz almost blew an artery at that point when I told him that. He says, and I played the audio for him, and he says it's Kim Johnson. For 10 years, the guy was, I don't know if he was an all-star defenseman, but he was a pretty elite yeah. defenseman yeah. in the National Hockey League with Philadelphia. Comes over here, and he becomes Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you have enough, if you have enough money and fame, you can just do whatever you want. Actually, any of us could just do that. Jake, you could just start going by bring, bring, good. bring gold, bring gold. I've yeah. actually been called that before. Well, there you go. I heard someone call Nick Schultz growing up. Nick shoots. It just <laughs> really? doesn't make any sense. No, I, that was only one person. Like it was that doesn't make sense. No, Can't. and then Kel Clutterbuck was a, another one. But Clutterbuck then, people just awesome called name. him Clutterfuck. Clutter, yep. I can't believe that guy's still in the league, and he's right? still playing. He's not playing to the level like he did. When he was here, because he was a bowling ball, he would just run through people, and he—I mean, what a force! Uh, but I still watch him. He's taking guys' heads off. He's—he's he's going a hundred miles an hour. Maybe not for thirty minutes a game, but when he's out there, you know he's there. It's you hear crazy. his name come up, and you—you kind of have to like <laughs> cock your head a little bit. And you're like, oh yeah, that is the same guy. Yeah, it's he's still, still playing. That's been playing since I was like in middle school. Yep. Yeah, it's weird that he's still in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I—I had his jersey. Like 2010. Clutterbuck? And I'd walk, we'd walk around middle school and everybody, Clutterfuck, oh, Clutterfuck, oh, nice. But I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know, but. That's why I love Clayton Stoner, man. Yeah, a Clayton yeah. Stoner. Yeah. Another Stoners good love him, too, I bet. Just yeah. To get his jersey. Matt Cook was that grinder guy for a while. Matt he? Cook yeah, was an agitator. I mean, you know, when, when the Wild played against Vancouver and Cook was on that team, he's the guy that, uh, I don't know if he broke Matt Johnson's foot, but Matt Johnson was the Derek Bougard of the Wild before Derek Bougard, and he took his stick blade and he whacked it over Johnson's foot. So Johnson's pissed, but then Cook turtles back and goes behind the refs and he couldn't get there. <laughs> and that's just vintage Matt Such Cook. Such a Cook move. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so Matt Cook because he would have got destroyed by Matt Johnson, but he's going to do his little antics and he's going to turtle the other way. Isn't he like a coach around here? He these is. Days? Yeah. yeah. He's in high school hockey. That's it's crazy awesome. How Matt life Cook goes. Is? Yeah. Matt oh, Cook wow. is a coach. Is I think he's like an assistant coach. Uh, Zanon, I think last I heard, was doing uh, uh, I think Stillwater. But I mean, we've got a ton of uh, you know these old time. Co- uh, Josh Harding, I think, is still coaching of the Dinah. Is okay. Somehow goal- goalie coach. Damn. With Kurt Giles. So yeah, they're everywhere, which is awesome. They are certainly everywhere. Let's uh. Let's transition into uh, something we want to do. We're going to call this hard-hitting, unpredictable questions. Simply, these are questions that uh, you'll probably have no idea what the answers will be. And then if you ever try to rip on us, we'll just clip these of you being wrong and uh, use them against you. Good. I I got one for the end. So when you're done, then I've got a hard-hitting question that you're not expecting. Okay. Okay. For one person in particular. Sounds good. So uh, question one, Minnesota Wild 2023 preseason record prediction. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, there's three... Like columns there too. Yeah, I Wins, can't. Losses, no, I can't do the math. First of all, I will say they probably. I th- I think they finished third in the division. I don't know what the how many points that is or how many wins or how many bleeping goals they're going to score, but <clears throat> I think it goes Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota. Okay, uh, in in the preseason final. Oh, you're talking about the preseason. Preseason only. This is, pre- right this is now. preseason. Oh yeah, god, preseason I don't, if they went zero and six, I don't care. Uh, there's six preseason games. Uh, they'll go three and three. They okay. won. Their home, I think they have two home games. Uh, maybe three. Uh, we'll say they go three and three. In the three, preseason. two, and one. 
Three, two, and three, one. Two, okay, and one. I'm, I'm writing that down. Not in a shootout. Yeah, yeah. Overtime yeah. loss. No shootouts in the preseason. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to score the first goal of the preseason? I'm going to say Marco Rossi. Okay. No, wait. He's not going to play in that one. He's but not. He's, it's going to be. It's going to be one of the young guys. I'm going to say Carson Lambos. Okay. He is one of the greatest. Minnesota Wild preseason players of all time. Yeah. Like it's time to have the conversation about Marco Rossi in that respect. Yeah, from last year at least. Yeah, I, I mean, pretty crazy swing into the regular hopefully season. Hopefully, we find out that he's going to be a great regular. Se- they need Marco Rossi, Rossi. They need him, his <laughs> brothers, and anyone he ever met. He, they need that Marco Rossi in the lineup this year. So hopefully, whatever happens and whatever he's been doing in the off season, hopefully it translates in the preseason. It carries over in the regular season because they need him. Yep. All right, now we're on to the 2023-2024 regular season record prediction. Third is what you so said. You said third in the division. Third in the division. I don't know how many wins that takes. I don't know, I know how many points that takes. I'm not going to do the math here. I think, they, I think they come close to 100 points, and I think that's good enough for third in the division, and 100% they're in the playoffs. I think they're going to go 45-28-9. and nine. <laughs> Nine, o- nine 90, overtime losses? That's 99 points. Okay. Is that right? I didn't do I the think math. Th- I think that's, yeah, 45 times 2, 90. And you said 9. So. And 9, because I think 28. 99. Yes, so 99 points. I think that's is good that for third games? place. 45 plus 19 plus 9? No, 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 no. 45 plus 28. That's 73 See? plus 9. Holy shit, we too. need a calculator. No, 40, yeah. 45. I'm not, no, I'm not here it. to do math. That's right. I'm just Matt, saying, have Lepanta, I was just <laughs> thinking in my head, that's a good third-place record. Well, like I said, I think they hover around the 100-point barrier once again, and I think they make the playoffs. Okay, write okay. down that record, though, because that would yeah, be equivalent yeah. to third place. Uh, who's going to get the first goal of the regular season? Uh, Kirill Kaprizov. That's really going that's off the board there. Yeah, there. right? I, I, have, I think any time a, a goal is scored, there's a good chance 97, at the very least, is going to be involved. But I'd like to see him hit the 40-ish plateau. Maybe forty five ish, God willing. Maybe even the fifty. The biggest thing is for all these guys and this team to have success, they got to stay healthy. And that guy with a bullet has to stay healthy. That guy has for to them stay have healthy. any success. Like to, if he gets forty uh, some goals and a hundred some points, that means he's probably been healthy all year. And the Wild are on a good track. Yeah, you Ooh. said uh, Kirill. It's Kyril. Kyril <laughs> no, I'm just yes. joking. I think it's Kirill. <laughs> Who knows what it is in Russian? Yeah, I know. Uh, Who's going to be the first player to get in a fight in the regular season? Uh, Pat Maroon. I love yes. that one. Yeah, right. I, you know, I I, I like the uh, Ryan Reeves experiment. I think it would have been fun to have him back again. But Pat Maroon is like a, uh, I don't want to say a smaller version of Ryan Reeves. I mean, he's not a heavyweight like Ryan Reeves. But who who is? Who's yeah. going to fight Ryan Reeves anymore? We saw that. Yeah. Uh, Pat Maroon will fight just about anyone as well. But he also has some offensive punch. And he's a guy that's got some pedigree. Not that Ryan Reeves didn't, but I I love the addition of Pat Maroon. And if someone's going to get into a fight, it's probably going to be either Pat Maroon, maybe Marcus Foligno, or maybe Ryan Hartman blew a bolt again. But most likely, it'd probably be Pat Maroon. You could sprinkle uh, Brandon Duhame on there, too. Yes. Sometimes he yeah. likes to fight. I was going to say, too, it would have been cool to keep Revo, but if you looked at the contract he got in Toronto, Crazy we numbers. wouldn't have been able to even sniff Was it that. three years? Three million on three years. That's ridiculous. It's unbelievably ridiculous. It's crazy so. someone gave him that much term. I need 30. Eight right now, he's old. Yeah. He's old, he's and there. I think maybe a one or two year contract would have made sense for just about anyone. But three, three? years, yeah. so Toronto, you know, they've got some some fun toys to protect. They're, ta- up they're there, taking but... all of our leftovers. They got Klingberg up there now. Yeah. They, uh, there's one more name I can't sloppy remember. Sloppy seconds, yeah, yeah. Pretty, much. <laughs> pretty much. That'd be an electric debut though for for Patty. 
You get them to fight the first game. That'd How about awesome. a Gordy? I'll predict a Gordy yeah. in the first Gordie game. Gordy Howe hat What is that? That's a uh, assist, a goal, and a fight, yep. right? Close. Mm-hmm. Oh, Correct. empty. No. No, I was talking with you. What am I missing? <laughs> goal, assist, and, and a fight. I, yep. uh, we'll nope. predict a Gordy for uh, right. Road. Yeah, Go ahead and edit that one in. All right. We like that. Yeah. All right. The first player to go tarps off. Jake Middleton. Yep. It's without. He does tarps off with me. Uh, well, I don't. He does, but on the radio. So yeah, it's just his thing now. I guess he just does interviews without a shirt on. Well, I think we got to solidify that now. I think you just got to go tarps off whenever someone else goes tarps off no, on the radio. No, I've been trying to talk Gorgon to do it. Wouldn't that oh. be better? We've tried to talk to Gorg about Kevin that as well. What if, We've also tried to talk no? to Russo about it as well. What if Gorg was just tarps off during like one of his like intermission reports or whatever? That'd be fantastic. I so, think yeah. <clears throat> the setup down there is so Gorg, of course, is in prime location. He's right outside the the door of the locker room, and I'm right around the corner, and so. I can hear everything that's going on out there. But the other thing is that he holds over my head is there's a pecking order. And, of course, radio is dead last. TV gets to pick first, national, then local, then Spanish, then, uh, you know, everyone. And then, finally, home radio gets to pick. So we'll go right down the list of I'll ask him first who he's going to pick. And I, I, of course, have a pretty good idea. Whoever scored that period, that's who he's going after. And I got to go after the second guy. But it very rarely do I get my first choice of guys because Kevin Gorg and TV rule the planet once again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, our next question on here is uh, do we make the playoffs? Yes. Yes. I, I think that's easy one. You already said that, too. You said 100% we're going to make the playoffs. When you said I, we're I agree, too. I do feel, I feel like- that way. And it's not just because... I'm, 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 you know, ringing the bell, whatever, uh, kissing butt. I, I really do f- feel that this team, if healthy, will make the playoffs. I don't know that that's a huge leap to say that. It's still a pretty good division, and it's a great conference, but I think the Wild are built well enough that they can – if they get somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 points, they're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think – I don't know how you guys feel. I think they're going to be around 100 points, and they should make the playoffs. The only thing that submarines that – is if 97 gets hurt or if their goaltending all of a sudden, you know, goes belly up, which I don't expect. So as long as they got the goaltending, they got Kaprizov and they got these other parts that they can build around it. I think they'll be fine. It's not going to be easy because of the, what they're up against with the cap constraints, you know, who knows if they can carry an extra forward or any other garbage that goes along with it. But 97 stays healthy. They get goaltending and then their defensive core is fantastic. And even if if something goes wrong and they have to bring a guy up, from Iowa, they've got some some good. They have pieces so many down there. there with yeah. D- they really do, and we're going to yeah. see those guys this weekend. Uh, yeah. the, the, uh, the prospect tournament going on at Trier Rink, so yeah. uh, they're in good shape there. You, you got solid defense. I think their goaltending is going to hold up, and then of course you got a game changer in '97. So I don't think there's any doubt. I I fully expect them to make the playoffs. If they don't make it, something went really wrong this season. They just have to limit those like fucking ten game losing streaks they like to go on. Like maybe cut those down to five. I get that there's ebbs and flows in the season, and then they'll win twenty. But like the 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 period of time, like was it like right after Christmas? And then right after their spring break trip, where it seems like when they come back from a vacation, they just play like total shit. Yeah. I would love if we could cut that down in half, the, the losing streaks down in yeah, half. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see them spend an uh, extra night in Vegas this year. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that kicked them in the ass, and they felt it uh, for an extended period of time. But that just seems like, I don't know what it is about this team, but there's been some time there where we call that that abyss, whatever, they just sink in. And somewhere in December, January, February, it feels like you always know it's coming. You just don't know how, why, or when, but you know that that, that, that streak is coming, yeah. that slump. Uh, maybe they'll bust out of that this year. Yeah. 
Next up, I think we're going to list, we're going to name a bunch of pending free agents after the season, and we want to know which ones are going to get re-signed and which ones aren't, okay? Right. First one we have up here is Marcus Foligno. Yeah, I, uh, well, you're under the same constraints next year. That's the problem here, where you're going to have $14 million against the cap before you even touch the ice, so that is what sucks, and he makes a, a nice chunk of change, but do they sign him? I don't know. Do they want to? Absolutely. He's a heartbeat type of guy for this team, and I think they'd love to have him. Well, because you got to think too. If any of the guys on this list have a breakout year, they're going to want more money that we're not going to be able to pay. So exactly. That's exactly. What we're worried about. But you don't want them to not succeed because then the team doesn't succeed. Yeah. So it got such a tricky situation. Yeah, it's not easy, and your guy Billy uh, is up against it. It's he'll not, it, somehow always figures it out. I don't know how, but he'll. He'll do something up, anyways. Talking about another guy in the hot seat is Bill Garen. <laughs> People were trying Let, to. Let's get him on. I want you out. to say that to his face. Yeah. Are you on the hot seat? Well, J- Jake did text him when he got uh, his promotion to yeah. uh, president of hockey ops. He goes, "So is your job available now? Like, where yeah. can I apply? Like, where I want to be the GM. I've played enough NHL GM mode. I'm, I'm like, I haven't seen it on the website. I couldn't yeah. find where to try to find it on Indeed. Well, what was his response? Uh, I for, I honestly forgot. I think it was like, thanks, man. I, I don't think the job's available or something like that. So, yeah. We, we've had some few interesting conversations with Bill. So, yeah. He's a good dude. He is Hope a, he stays a great here a guy. While. Yeah. Yep. All right, Jake. Next name. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hartman. Um, I hope so. I think it kind of depends on what happens. This, he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think so. If, yep. if that's the case, I think it kind of depends on, on the type of year he has. You know, I. He he fits in so nice between uh, Kaprizov and Zuccarello that if they have that chemistry going this season and they're able to maintain it, yeah, hell yeah, I think you want him back. I guess it just depends on how the season goes. He's another tricky one because currently he's like top 10 rated like best contracts in the NHL. Mm-hmm. So he's certainly going to want to raise, I would mm-hmm. think, after the last few years or at least the year before with record points. But that all depends on the season. That's that. That's why we're, we're pinning you up with these so that when they don't resign, we'll be like, well, don't listen to – like, Falmus is trying to rip on us. Like, don't listen to him. He thought that, <laughs> he thought that fucking Felino was going to resign. Like, what a yeah. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens to uh, Hartman now. He's, he's, he's had his little ceremony this year. Now he's married. He's got the marriage the out of the, of the summer, way. So – I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. He yeah. might be locked down. That might be taking up his time True. now. That he's got the wife at home that he's got to keep happy. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how he goes. She might, start, year, maybe. she might start wanting kids. Yeah, and then he's got to focus then on that. Then he gets to have unprotected sex. So <laughs> yeah. he's probably even happier. We'll I was there's a lot say. of variables there. Um, let's go Pat Maroon. I know this is tough. He hasn't even played a game in a wild sweater yet, but I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I, I think that uh, it's the same thing with Reeves. I think they would have loved to have Reeves back, but. You're not going to pay him that amount of money for that amount of term. So it depends on how the year goes, and it depends on what they have. You know, the pecking order, I would think Maroon is towards the bottom. Yeah. You know, he's a fourth-line guy. He's You know, what kind of impact is he going to have? But I think he's going to be another valuable piece to this roster as a whole. But what does that mean for him going next year? And you got some young kids that are going to be knocking on the door here next year, too. And and as the this year into next year into the year after. So uh, he might be – I don't want to ever call a guy expendable – but I think it depends on how this season goes and, and how the cards fall going into next year. What yeah. do you think about uh, Brendan Duhame? I hope that he's here for life. 
Yeah, I love awesome. that guy. I love him. I love uh, Connor Dewar. Um, what's his face too? Um, Mason Shaw. Mason Shaw. Man, yeah. I love the way those guys play. That was a fun line this year. God, it was so much fun, and especially even shorthanded when you got Duhame and Dewar out there. I, I the Deweys. I would love to see those guys here on an extended for an ex- extended period of time. So if they can make it work for Duhame, I, I really hope they do. Yeah, those Dewey two guys had system. that. They had that weird like <coughs> penalty kill chemistry that you only yeah. really, you only saw that speed on the penalty kill, but they had so many goals shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. those three, yep. they would always find fun a way to, to make it happen. But. This is another big name, Mark Andre Fleury. Is he retiring? I think he's retiring. I, I, you know, I think w- the goal here was to get the bridge to Volstead, and God bless Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, you got a future Hall of Famer here coming in here, and you know the situation was so weird with Talbot. You know, saying I want, I want out when when, you, when it was going to be Talbot and Fleury. You thought, oh my God, what what a tandem this is going to be. But then, you know, I, I assume it's ego got in the way of Talbot. He goes to Ottawa and you bring in this kid. And now Gustafson, we didn't know anything about before last season, but he comes in and just blows our socks off. And he's got this future Hall of Famer, you know, being his tutor. It's fantastic. So I think you get another year of that. And then I think I think that's it for Marc-Andre Fleury. I, I don't know how Volstead isn't ready for the NHL next season. Again, don't know what happens. I, my crystal ball is broken. But over the course of the next 12 months, my guess is the goal is to get Volstead in here at least to back up uh, Philip Gustafson. And at some point, he takes the torch and runs with it. But my guess is that's your your one and two next year going into camp this time. He's got it. Yeah. Volstead, sorry, has another year in the AHL. I think he learned a lot last year. It seemed like he made quite an improvement. So. I hopefully by the end of this year, yeah, he's ready and he could at least be the backup and just scored a goal last year. He did Ridiculous. score a goal. <laughs> he also yeah. participated in the wave at the AHL All Star game. So. <laughs> You're right. So yeah. he's a good dude, yeah. and but again, good dude, bad dude. I, I don't care. He, he's he's a very good hockey player, and that's the future of this team in goal. He's going to be the backbone of this Minnesota Wild team for many many years. Uh, it's just a matter of getting to that point. I think he spends the entire year, maybe gets a couple of games here and there on the NHL stage, but gets a chance to hone his craft down there in the American Hockey League. And next year at this time, we're talking about, I think, Volstead and Gustafson. And Fleury, most likely, I think, rides off into the sunset. Retires jersey. You want a playoff game here. Yeah. <laughs> Very well could. Whenever goalie got hurt last year, I think they called up, was it Zane McIntyre? Yeah. Do you, do Return you see, of the Mac, UND yep, guy. UND boy. Um, do you see them calling up Vol- Volstead this year instead or no? Yes, you do. Okay. I do. I do. Okay. I think they want to get him a taste of the National Hockey League. Um, I guess you know I, that would be my assumption. I don't know anything yeah. other than going on, on a gut feeling. But yeah, I would certainly think that when the opportunity presents itself, I think for sure at some point you see Volstead up uh, with the big boys. At some point, I don't okay. think for an extended period of time. I think it's a stopgap because Fleury and, and Gustafson are going to be your your main two guys. But if something goes wrong, at the very least, he'll back up one of them if one of them gets hurt or has to leave for whatever reason. But I think for sure you see Gustafson or uh, Volstead with the uh, the NHL jersey on at some point this year. Awesome. I think it'd be a good idea to start bringing him up, not only to you know have him get more experience in the NHL, but so people can start talking and know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, right. He gets yeah, let's, get ahead, let's get ahead of it. And starts playing more and more, so... Let's get ahead of the also, curve. Also, we could be like the Knights and have 16 fucking goalies on the roster. <laughs> I know. We could do that as well. We I, don't want that. I, I lost track <laughs> of how many out of they had. I hate that. I, I love – yeah, I mean, that was such a gong show. I mean, it worked for them. God bless them. But I love having that uh, that, that that solid one, too. Back in the day, it was Rolison and uh, Fernandez. Even yep. before that, Fernandez and uh, Jamie McLennan. Yep. There's an old school name for you. Uh, I love that Random. Stuff. 
Well, it was, e- it was even nuts that uh, what's his name was on the Knights when they won the cup and he didn't even play. Um, Jonathan Quick. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Quick. I, he, got he, ring, was, yeah. he was healthy scratch until uh, uh, Brassois went down, and then he's like, well, shit, I have to start putting my pads on now. <laughs> Him and Phil Kessel are yeah. pissed off that they actually have to start doing stuff. Right. So, yeah, it was what a wild scenario. And then Hill mm-hmm. comes in and takes the cup, which is nuts. Uh, final one on here, Goose, Alex Goligoski. Is he back? Are you asking me that? Yeah, is he back next year? I think it might be towards the end of the line for him too. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not speaking out of school. I, I don't. I, I haven't talked to Galagoski at all about the situation last year, but that that couldn't have been easy. Um, I think it depends on what type of playing time he gets this year, what type of uh, opportunities are afforded him, and then I think he makes a decision after that. But that's another guy that's long in the tooth. That's not an easy position to play at that age. So yeah. Uh, a great guy. I hope he sticks around, but I would think with the, with, with the blue chips they've got coming up at some point, they're going to start infiltrating their way into this, this roster. And I'd have to think that's going to mean the end of the line for a guy like that mm-hmm. as great as he is. So is it my turn now? Yeah. Let's hear what you have. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah, wait, 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 one more. Isn't, isn't, isn't Zuccarello? Next year as well. Oh, he is. Yeah. I think I, he is. I, I made yes. the list. So I fucked Zuccarella, up. according to the East Coast Zuccarella. people, right? Yeah. Uh, Matt Zuccarello is he back next year? Um, again, Krill he stays. Him, yeah. He stays healthy this right. That I mean, that's the if he's still playing at a high level and he can still run with the young buck that is Kirill Kaprizov. You gotta bring him back you at some to. price point. You gotta figure a way. Of all those guys, you have to find a way to resign. Keep him. the Russian happy, yes. and if that means he needs his little buddy there, who's actually a pretty darn good hockey player. I, I, yeah, I think you do whatever you can. To, that's when you talk about the pecking order. Pat Maroon might be at, towards the bottom of the list, just because of his role. All that stuff. Zuccarello might be towards the top of that he list has to be him because him, of yeah. his relationship with Kaprizov. Happy Kaprizov, happy Minnesota Wild team, happy standing. So happy, uh, happy fans. Yeah. Make that one work. <laughs> so now there it's my turn. All right, sorry, yeah, your turn. Go for it. So over the course of this summer, we had someone leave our operation, and we had to fill that spot. And so we had open um, interviews and did that whole process. Did that a few years ago. And one of you came in and and interviewed for that. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't you interview this time? Oh, you're you're a big shot now. You're too big for the Minnesota Wild Radio I Network. Didn't, I didn't even know there was I, resentment. I, you didn't give him the I, job. I, I didn't. Say, I was I was shooting for the GM position. I was shooting higher. <laughs> We're not bit. big enough for you. I get, uh, it. No. I get it. But I I honestly had I'd say somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty seventy five resumes, and I was waiting for that one to come through because that well, however long ago that was, we sat in that little caribou. And he came in there with his little briefcase. He got his little tie on. He, I think <laughs> it was, he was wearing a top hat. And he, yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Faulness. Let me yeah. tell you about uh, what, how, why I should be perfect for this job. And you didn't go through that this time. I, I'm very I, disappointed. I'm sorry. I guess I just uh, I was shooting a little higher for the GM hey, role. He's, do- I, he's doing. Hey, the- He's doing a lot better getting drunk and impersonating Kirk Cousins. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm focused on. Or or, or <laughs> that's what employers want this, these days. Is that yeah. sitting in this bachelor pad and sorry, I cut, I cut Cousins you off. What were you gonna say? No, I was just going to say uh just been focusing on the G- focusing going for the GM position, editing Kirk Cousins videos and uh yeah, running around this bachelor pad, I guess. Yeah. Hey, if if another position opens up or if it's open, no, I'm more than happy no, to the, uh, send in the resume. It, it, the uh, the job pro- process goes out there. If you find it and you interview for it, I would definitely look at it. Well, but okay. I'm I'm not going to search you out. You you got to come to me. I'm hey, not coming to you. I did it once, I'll do it again. Is it the, well, is, we'll figure it out. Is the role the keeper of the chair? Is it the person who Puts down the tiny chair, <laughs> the picks tiny it chair. up, travels with it. It's like the cup guy, but for the tiny chair. Yeah, we. I don't 
know why they put the same tiny chair in every freaking building, and it's these biggest guys, like Jake Middleton sitting on that chair. In skates. Uh, they're just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in skates, and he's just leaned back, and uh, even the smallest guy looks like they're huge compared to those chairs. Jared Spurgeon sits in it. He looks like a monster. Um yeah, that wasn't the position we were hiring for. Oh, damn it. Oh, and so the tiny chairs down a bit is literally just the chair you get? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not like, bringing my own chair down it's there. It's like one of these chairs. That 100%. Actually, th- this is probably nicer. This one has padding. Yeah. I think you guys make them sit on a metal. I one. don't make them sit on anything. I, do, I go with whatever. Like, for Gorg, they're just going to stand there, and it's only a 30-second interview anyway. Right. Sometimes they got away a little bit, so I, I just put a chair there, and happens to be the one within reach. I, now, I'm not going to put down one of these fancy chairs that you guys have in your bachelor pad. I'm not going to wheel that down there, but it's the same type of setup in every single arena. It's, it's, it's remarkable. So yeah, maybe so, they're all cheap. I don't know. But. So that, that's not even like a traveling chair. That, that type of chair no. is what they use for radio. It's whatever chair happens to be within arm's reach that we put down by the microphone. And usually the way it works is we put the microphone and the headphones on that chair. So they know that that's the radio interview. Then they just, the PR guy finds it, sticks it on their head, and they do the interview. We all thought it was a bit, 100%. No, it's we not We thought that was like you just no. like being mean to the players. No. <laughs> no, it's fantastic pictures, though. And I don't know why they keep taking those pictures and sending it to me. It's the same thing with Halverson. People keep taking pictures of Halverson and sending it to me. But they take a picture of these guys doing their interview, not with a beer, with a microphone, and on these tiny chairs. And it's a fantastic photo. It is Especially great. Jake it is. I, I, I do Reeves. love it. Yeah. I was just always curious on the origin yeah. of that. It's because you can't see radio. Maybe maybe it's like... <laughs> but it, then they take a picture and send it to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. They're, maybe it's all a big joke or something. They're trying to play a joke on you. Maybe it's starting with LaPanta. I don't know. That very well could... LaPanta and Gorg, they're probably in cahoots. They're like, yeah. let's make Fallness miserable and... Although I, put a past take, them. Yeah. I always love what they do to TV guys. They make them sit uncomfortably close to each other when they cut to them in the yep. booth, and then they look Awful. at e- they look at each other, and you're yeah. like, "Are they going to kiss?" Or like, <laughs> are they're they're, bre- they're breathing on each other. That's how close their faces are. And I'm like, I could never sit that close to like Ryan Carter and not just burst out laughing. Right. Honestly, so it's incredible that the TV guys have to sit so close together to be in that shot. Yeah. And that's like every sport. Like yeah. they're doing it in football, college football. It's nuts. Well, what they do is, so for LaPanta and Carter, for example, they're calling the game and they're about this far apart. And usually they're standing. But then when they do the close-up, they got to turn around and talk into that camera. And they're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> Way too awkward. That's why you don't watch TV, right? I watch TV I just, <laughs> with the sound off. Oh, yeah, that's, right. that's right. That's right. Hashtag mute TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Didn't you have to step in for play-by-play a couple times, like a couple years ago when Kurtz? I've was, had to do yeah. it probably, I don't know what the number is, probably 30, 50 times over the course of, what are we at, 25 years of wild hockey, something like that. Um, you know, somehow, some way, Kurtz would always come down with something during the preseason, <laughs> and that's where I'd get a, a few games. Uh, there was another one. Well, that's why your prediction was so good because you're such a preseason expert. Yeah, I, well, you know three what? Three and three. We've actually done every game in the history of wild hockey, going back to the year 2000, including preseason. So we've done them all, um, and TV can't say that. And we've got them all archived too. Wow! Wow! Another job yeah. that I could have hired. The for, Library of oh, Congress, geez. not you. Oh, so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do but that. But yeah. Um, where was it? What was I saying? I can't remember. Something about preseason, Kurtz. You had to. You oh, had yeah, to yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, usually I, w- I would step in for Kurtz because uh, it was a last minute deal. The best one that ever happened for me, I, like I've done Calgary, I've done Vancouver. Usually it's one or two games and, and I go in, do the game, and come out. I did Chicago a couple of years ago, too. Uh, that was fantastic. My first game at uh, 
the United Center. But the best one that happened to me, I don't remember what was wrong with Bob, but he couldn't go out east. So I got uh, the I got Madison Square Garden, I got Boston, and I got New Jersey. Bing, bing, bing. you know, three games in four nights, and I got to call each of those three games. It was uh, Capo Kakinen again. That was his uh, NHL debut. I think they, they ended up losing to the uh, Rangers in overtime. They scored one, like, from the blue line. Same thing happened for the uh, the Bruins. They rallied and, and beat the Wild. But that was a cool three-game set that I got to call with Tom Reed, and that was awesome. So I've done a handful of games, uh, but, I, I mean, Joe O'Donnell's unbelievable. To yeah. me, he is ridiculous. He is so good. He's so polished. Uh, he's earned the opportunity, what he did, the American Hockey League, and even years before that. I mean, he's been with the organization forever. Um, you know, it's hard to follow in a guy like Bob Kurtz's shoes, uh, but I think Joe's doing an awesome job. So well, he's so young, too. Like, yeah. it's incredible yeah. how freaking young he is. Like, the first time you meet him in person, you're like, dude, are you my age? Like, <laughs> That's the thing, 30? though. He's not he's that 40. young. Yeah. He looks really young. He does look very yeah. young. Because he's another guy that's that's ripped, like LaPanta and, and, and these guys. <laughs> but he's all... I didn't realize... I mean, he's... I don't even I don't even know what his age is. Is he 40-ish? 45-ish? Yeah. Something like that? But you look at him, you think he's probably... Yeah, like you say, your guy's age. Yeah. It is Looks, nuts. I, but he's been, I think he was doing the Iowa Wild like for a long for, time. Like since yeah. he was probably damn near 30. Yeah. Too. So he like, was he has doing a lot of experience. Forever. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what year that was. I don't know if he goes back to the Houston Arrows. I should know that. Mm. You Before should. Before they moved to Des Moines. I want to say that he did. I, off the top of my head, I, I don't, I, I wasn't expecting to talk about it, but. I, I think he does go back to the Houston Arrows. That's yeah, yeah. This article been. says he did well, do the Arrows. Well, yes. we'll, we'll talk about his experiences at Tom Reed's. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. I was going to say. We got to get him on, by the way. Yeah, we Joe's do. Joe's great. Uh, he, he, you'd have a lot of fun with him. Great, He's great a dude. big 311 fan, we found out. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. On the nice. fly doing uh, the initials game. So him and Corey Cove have uh, that bond. bond. Yep. But he's not a golfer. Uh, likes Philadelphia Eagles football, so that makes him a douchebag. Uh, yep. Good guy other than that, and he's raising cake eaters. Yeah. So. Well, we, we have a lot of material well to go there. there. You go. <laughs> I was going to say, if uh, well, if you ever go down, in, or if Joe ever goes down in preseason and you go down, you need the E-bub. You're the guy? I'm the guy. What about Helvey? If yeah, he goes down, Helvey's too. Helvey's, Helvey's <laughs> waiting to be called up. Yeah, he's he's. he's if you good. had to have a fist fight with, with Zach Halverson for the play-by-play job of the Wild to fill in for Joe O'Donnell, who would win? Uh, he probably would. I feel like he would <laughs> There's go. There's no wrestling, only fight. You, you have to punch. I, striking I feel like he would use ev- all his energy to get right, that position. Right, because he's so hungry so, for he's it. Exactly. I think he's very I, I was thinking I, he would I, come I, out like a spider monkey. I don't know. I think if it was for anything else, I could probably take him. But uh, for that, I feel like he's like, no, you're not taking this but Jake, position for you me. But, you can out-impersonate him as a drunk on-site kicking coach for the Gophers. So, so then that kind of comes down to that. Kind of hustle him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm an easy opponent, and then I just go behind yeah, him and exactly. you know, just yeah. put him in a headlock, and we're good. I, I don't want to do your guys' job for you, but I think you have your next uh, bit. There you go. <laughs> you and Halvey fighting to the death. Fighting for the for E-bub. The, for the third string, third string wild play-by-play. Yeah. For preseason. Yeah. yeah. Or regular season, but I would say preseason would yeah. be more realistic. Uh, Kevin, we talked to a good friend last night um, who refers to as Calvin from K-Fan. Do you know who that is? I do know exactly who that is. He hates me for some reason. <laughs> this is another guy that I did troll, though. Uh, we're talking about Jason Zucker, of yes. course. Yeah. Zucks. I, I call him Jay. J-Man. J-Man. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants anyone to call him Jay. Uh, but yeah, he's another guy that uh, got stuck with me for those uh, road tours. The, the road tours over the years... 
uh, used to do it all the time. We'd get on a bus and there'd be two front office people. They'd have like a media guy like me and then like two players. And we did those man for like 15 years. And we, there'd be a group that would go North or a group that go central, a group that would go South. And for some reason, it was like three years in a row where Coyle and Zucker were stuck with me and whoever else was with our group. And I think that's where his hatred built towards me. <laughs> There's times now I'll come into the locker room. Even now, he, he came in for the first time with Pittsburgh, came in uh, to meet the wild media, standing at the podium, and he gave me the, the hate eye. <laughs> I'm the nicest guy ever. I drove to Plymouth to do a podcast. You did. This is, I'm a nice guy. You are a nice guy. I Salt of the earth. And he gives me the hate eye from across the room. There's times where, um, you know, the morning scrum, you go down and you grab guys, whatever. And when Zucker was with the team, uh, Gorg would be talking to him on his little TV. I'd put my, my microphone in there to get my soundbite before I can ask my question. And he would stop talking <laughs> until I left. <laughs> and he would look at Sickman, the PR guy. He'd go, you got to get him out of here. I'm not talking until he leaves. Like, all right. <laughs> so at times I think it's a bit. At times I think there might wow. be some actual hate here. You found your true match, though. That's your actually true, your true enemy. Well, I mean, he's, he's like got the, the hammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't have anything that I can hold over his head. He's he's beautiful. He's a wonderful athlete, great at hockey. A very charitable person. Awesome. He's also a really, really he's, nice guy. He's too, also beautiful. Start counting. Yeah, he's beautiful twice. Yep. I, had that twice. <laughs> I wish we would have known this for yesterday because this would have been a great question. Well, to no. Ask. So yeah. so we on the, so we pre-recorded. We just gave it away for the true listeners that we're having <laughs> Zucker on next week. We interviewed him last night. We said we're interviewing Kevin Fallness tomorrow. You got any ammo? Did he's, you really say that? Oh no, yeah, we did. He he said he just started laughing. He goes, "Yeah, call him Kelvin from from, from, from K fan, not KFN." He goes, "That's right. He'll know who you're talking yeah. about." Yeah. So yeah, you, you got it. You nailed it. Yeah. He uh, w- there's a couple of times. I think he's a better golfer now. But when I got him and Coil out there, that was the thing. When I did these road tours, I, I mean, it was great to go sign autographs, uh, meet the people, and for me, it was to to meet the uh, radio affiliates across the region. But I would also look for the golf because at some point, either before we started our day doing these road tour stops or afterwards we were going golfing if, if I'm setting it up. And so I got them, I think it was in uh two harbors. It was somewhere in that vicinity. We're in there in the middle of the morning. I still have the picture that I could dig up for you, but it is fog. It is just thick in front of us. And we're teeing off into this stuff. And both of him and Coyle weren't very good golfers at this time. And they just hit it off into the abyss. And I think we ended up playing nine holes that day, but uh, yeah, we got some very, I, I I've got memories of, Going with Fedoric and Bugard was an unbelievable trip because Fedoric, for some reason, wanted to look for gnomes in every stop that we had. We had to go into like the uh, Menards or whatever and look for these little garden gnomes. He, he, he was collected, collected them. I don't know if he, he does or not, but he wanted for that trip. Oh, and we had to guy. find gnomes. It was the most bizarre <laughs> thing ever. I, I had him on a couple of years ago and we talked about it. It was a uh, I don't remember why I had him on. Uh, and he's still, yeah, it was a very good memory. In fact, we were down in Austin because he was remembering uh, looking at Spam and the Spam Museum out in that area. <laughs> spam oh, Museum in yeah. fucking Texas. Yeah. He sounds this like an interesting is... guy. Oh, he's, a, he's an amazingly what? interesting guy. Wow. He's a... Uh, oh, Austin, Minnesota. Yeah. That's even funny. That's nuts. That's this guy's funnier. just beating in teeth on the ice. There's and a spam, spam Museum. museum. We need to go visit that and uh, do some coverage down there. The, the Fedoric thing... If you guys don't know the story, it got his face smashed by Derek Booger. Yep. You can go up and Google that. Locker mate, and right? then end up being a locker mate and best friends. You know, and I, I remember having uh, he, was, he was his nickname was Fridge. I remember having him on 
right after uh, Bugard died. And, he, you know, between Bugard, Fedoric, and Backstrom at the time, the uh, round table of just insults back and forth between the three of them were fantastic in the locker room. Just great. He's a great dude. He, I think he's off kilter a little bit, a little <laughs> bit of a screwball, but uh, very active with the uh, Flyers alumni, okay. but was also a big deal here. Love Jacques Lemaire. Yeah. Jacques Lemaire guy. Well, I wanted to ask about the crazy, what was it? The crazy game of hockey that happened like a month ago. I don't know if you were in attendance, but I was, nope. I was, I was looking for you on the ice. I was hoping you were going to No skate. chance. Well, first of all, I think I was out of town. We, we do this annual pilgrimage. My wife's family's from California. So that's a different story. So I think I was out of town during the crazy game of hockey, but it sounds like it was awesome. It was a blast. I, I know, uh, in, in talking about Halvey, he got to yeah. meet his boyhood idol, uh, Darby Hendrickson. He got Darby, a picture of him and Darby on the ice. Uh, some of the other, Madonna. Yeah, I mean, that would be my type of event. I was not in town at the time. Sounded like it was awesome, though. It was a super fun time. So many characters out there. You mm-hmm. had, like, yeah, McDonough and then Pierre Marc Bouchard, but then you just have. Who's you... the basketball guy? Oh, oh yeah. He was so tall. seven feet, seven feet yeah. and two inches tall on skates. I can't think of his name. I but can't yeah. either, but he was. Not a bad skater for being an Very surprising. Yeah. Still <laughs> looked like a, you know, a skyscraper out there. Yeah. yeah. It was really entertaining seeing all these different people, like, you know, diehard hockey guys, you know, former players, and then just these guys like that. Well, and then I loved how before there. before the game, they give, like, Stilly, the the seltzer, by the way, great drink, they gave away a golf bag to one of the players, and, like, Boldy won it. I'm like, that guy doesn't need a no, golf bag. No, he right. makes $7 million a year. <laughs> That's a guy that can play some golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's playing professionally up Pro in golfer. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's quite to that level, but someday could be. I never did miss the cut, but. Is he like a plus 10? He got invited. Yeah, well, he shot like 82 the first day. So. I would kill to shoot Which that. Which I was going to say. <laughs> but, oh. but, but he for sure had the biggest crowd. So like there we go. Yeah. he wins the fan vote because there's no chance that people in Brainerd, Minnesota were going and watching the rest of the Canadian no. PGA Tour players. He had four or five of his teammates there from yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. So it sounds like it was more a of a PR event, but yeah. It was Greg Ostertag. Greg Ostertag. Yeah, that's right. right. Yep. He was Thank you, Google. Huge. I, uh, my final question: It's not uh, it's not wild related, but uh, you're obviously a big Vikings fan. Do they pull it out Thursday in Philadelphia? I mean, I wasn't going to come on here and swear, but God damn it, how do you lose to the Buccaneers and Baker know. Mayfield? Honest to God. Yeah. I mean, where's all the magic from last year? So bleep no, they don't go to Philadelphia and win. <laughs> They're zero two to start the season. They'll probably be zero three, and then they get into the soft part of the schedule, but. I mean, uh, it's so annoying to be a Vikings fan, and I am a Vikings fan. Have been since I stepped out of the womb. I slid out of the womb, but uh, that's a different story. Uh, it's so annoying for this team to go into their home opener like that and absolutely shit the bed. Yeah, I know. it's so annoying. Yep, they got to take a uh, you know, I think you know, a strategy out of the Wilds notebook or whatever um, with preseason. They didn't play any starters in the preseason. The Vikings didn't. You could you could tell. I mean, You'd that's the no Ross. excuse. But it's like the Wild, you know, they'll play starters in the preseason, and, you know, they have six games. They try and, to put on a show for the yeah. home team for sure. They don't travel many, many of their studs. Uh, I think the philosophy – for the Vikings this year was those uh, inner squad practices or whatever with the uh, joint who they had, the Arizona. Yeah, they always... I get it. I get the philosophy. You know yeah. why? Why throw them out there and and get them hurt? But if that's the case, if that's the way you're going about it, just scrap preseason and do your joint practices. Yeah, it's it's a money making thing. I I get that, but man, it's it's I don't know what tactic they need to change, but something has to change. You. This was supposed to be the debut of Brian Flores, and you got Justin Jefferson, and you, Jordan you know, Addison, man. Yeah. And TJ Hawkinson, well. his first yeah. full year back. Oh, man, he only had like twelve yards too. Yeah. yeah, and it just sucks because like Kirk was like 
second in the league in passing yards last in the opening week. Do, do you that put uh, do you put the game on Kirk? I put the game on. You know, I don't know that I necessarily put it on Kirk, but when you get down inside the red zone and you come out with three points in three possessions, that's garbage. It is. You know, so I put it on whoever you want. I mean, Cousins had a pretty decent game statistically. Justin Jefferson had a pretty good game statistically, but not in the second half. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what exactly to put it on. Um it's all it's at the just top. it's just annoying. It's it, all at the top. Kevin O'Connell, big cock, it's uh, leadership straight down. I, I think it would be I, I can make an excuse for him if they were on the road, but you're at home. You're playing against a bad team that might win six games this year, and you start with a loss. Who the hell brought up the Vikings? I'm here to talk about the Wild. <laughs> now already, I'm pissed yeah, off. Now you're frustrated. Well, now we're already mad. at four FCC fines at this point. So <laughs> we'll just build Chad Abbott for those. Yeah. There you go. go. Good luck. <laughs> now we just got Fallness canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got him done. No, we're all, it's done. Jake, did you have any final questions? Um, Pinky out. I yeah, like that. I like that. I like no, uh, you know, I was going to bring that up. Uh, I think a few years back, it was at Boathouse Brewing, I think, right across the street from our old studio in Prior Lake. And I think I was drinking a, uh, I just took a selfie of myself drinking a beer. And I think I had my pinky out or something. I don't know if, it was, by accident. And I think you like criticized me. You're like quote tweeted it saying, like, what are you doing with your finger? Like, what the <laughs> hell is that? Trolling. Yeah. You know, I, I love mean, it though. There's nothing personal about any of the trollings. And, uh, you know, there are people that take that stuff personal, but it's nothing, no malice involved. You just fell no, in the way just, of, the, of the bullet. Oh, I love what you did, because you, what you did is you took, you screenshotted the picture, but then you circled the, you circled <laughs> the pinky separately. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. you kind of brought it on yourself. You're going to no, drink your I beer. <laughs> I was going to ask, that's not, is that the proper way to drink a beer? No, it's okay. not. That's <laughs> what not. I wanted that's to That's how our, uh, our sissies across the pond did it. That's why we beat them in the Revolutionary War, Jake. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those Englishmen. <laughs> that's, what, that's what won this country. They drink their tea. Uh, yeah. My final question is, when do I get to be a guest on Beyond the Pond? Because you have my number now. So, it's... What do you want to talk Well, first of all, you got to get past uh, Pat Nicoletti. I'm good buddies with his son. You well, can tell see, him... and that's the bouncer. He, so anything doing to do with Pat has to go through Alex. So okay. it sounds like you're going to get past that first line of defense. Okay. But then you got to get past the old man, and that's really that's our screening process. I'm so. a Sioux hockey fan. Would he want to kill me? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Aren't you supposed okay. to call him the Fighting Hawks now? Ah, that's. I, I said that to Parisi once, and he absolutely Yeah, I think it's more racist to call him the Hawks than the Sioux, <laughs> personally. <laughs> Why did it- you're you're dis uh, you're discrediting the Native American strength. <laughs> I actually, Cam, what do you got? I had a final question as well. Uh, I haven't seen many feet picks lately. What happened to your feet picks? I haven't been as prolific on uh, Twitter. I've been mostly um, trolling, and if I see something that that makes me think that it's funny, and it might not even be funny to anyone else, but as long as it makes me laugh. So yeah, I you know. I don't know. We didn't spend a lot of time outside with uh, baseball this year. I guess it was all early in the season, and maybe I was wearing different shoes. I don't know. My feet are right here. I was going to say you did. You did <laughs> roll you up. You did roll up here basically barefoot. That's as far as I can go. Uh, it's, are you are you just start. like by trade like a flip flop guy? Like you get a, any chance you get like those those toes are going to be exposed. If I could live my life in this type of temperature year round, it would be shorts. It'd be flip flops. And then everything else is, you know, up for grabs, whatever happens. Yeah, but, I, I tend yeah, to agree sure. with that. I wear flip-flops out and about all the time. It's, it's, I honestly, it's a very freeing feeling. The last time I wore pants and not shorts and shoes, not uh, flip-flops, was the last pr- regular uh, playoff game. I mean, that's April. There's a couple of times, I think, where I've had a uh, a meeting in St. Paul, but b- most of my stuff is done remotely. So 
you know, I everything's in storage. I got to get all that stuff out. We got, I don't know, we got a, the young guys, I think they're on the ice Wednesday morning at Tria. Then they skate against uh, the Blackhawks and the Blues this weekend. And then training camp's right around the corner. I mean, we're a week away. I know. It's, it's just it's, insane. It's great. It's great. And I also realized, looking at the preseason schedule, I know you're a big preseason guy, that uh, we get to see one of the first games of Connor Bedard with the Blackhawks. You get to you, see him this weekend. You know, yeah, that and then in the preseason game, he, if he, he plays, plays. If he plays. You think he's got to play, though, right? Uh, no. Because I'm surprised he's, he's playing like this weekend. Yeah, I guess. He, I think he's playing against the Blues. So there's four teams, and they're rotating whatever they're calling it for the Tom Curvers thing. And whatever game he's playing... I think Saturday against the Blues, he's in. Yep. So they've already announced that he's going to play this weekend at Trier Rink in Damn. St. Paul. Now, what happens in the preseason, that's a little bit more up for grabs. I, I suppose. I, I, wouldn't, I, I suppose wouldn't they might just Vikings it and just sit him the whole time. They could. I think he'd get a game, but it'd be at home, and I don't know what our schedule is. If they play at the United Center early in that preseason, I think you see Connor Bedard, uh, but I can't remember when the Wild play him or where. It's here. It's like the fourth Then you game. got no shot. Early October, yeah. Nope. Hopefully we get to see sad Blackhawks fan though. Even if we, yeah. even if, even we if they lose the preseason game, we still post that. Yeah, see him every time. That's but he's probably best. gonna be a little happy yeah. now that Bedard's there. That first game at United Center though for the you know regular season opener is going to be, be sold out. That that building's going to collapse. Of, of all the teams for him to land on, I mean, of I course it was Rigged. them. Shit. It's honest to God, like we dealt with Favre and Rogers with the Packers, and there with the Blackhawks we had to deal with Taves and Kane and Keith and Seabrook and all these guys, and they finally go into the shitter. And what happens? They land the next coming of Connor McDavid. So yeah. thank you very much, our hockey gods. Yeah, exactly. And he's going to stick it in our ear for 20 years. We're going to yep. have to deal with this guy. Yep. I know. I'm, I'm already sick of seeing his face, so we're already there. <laughs> as soon as Stupid they, face. As soon as they get rid of Patrick Kane, who has just brought us misery for the last decade, you know? Yeah. And, and play, I know the last five years, they haven't been a threat, but like for from like 2008 to 2015, yeah. just shit. Yeah. And now they get Bedard, so. Yep, and they're going to be able to get it. anyone they want because he's there, so. Yep. You, you know what I better. forgot? I brought a hat along because I was gonna make I was gonna barter for one of those cool uh, well, gritty hats. Well, we don't have a gritty hat, but we do have a hat for you. Yeah, we we, we have a hat for you, Mister Falmus. Look at that there wild colors. Wild colors. Why well, I, I only brought one hat? Goes with the flip flop. It's not that one. I hid this one. See, I was gonna barter for the, that that cool gritty hat because it's it's pretty cool. And it's a Kaprizov signed oh, one. Oh my! See, God. see, I didn't come empty-handed. Well, well if you would have told us it. that, we would have ammoed up a little bit. I know. We would have got more than just a gritty do, hat. Uh, yeah. I mean, good. we have a Ryan Reeves signed one that says. Uh, I need Ryan Reeves signed <laughs> hat. It's it, no, it's not a hat. It's a, it's a quote that he signed that says, uh, "No GM ever traded me for uh, points or assists." There we have a go. we have Goals. a signed yeah. Curtis Foster card. Over oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah, you're a big fan. <laughs> Eric, remember, Eric, Eric uh, Bellinger. Ryan Suter signed a uh, picture. Yep. I know you want that. Curtis well, Foster, one of three KFs in wild history with myself, Curtis Foster, and Kevin Fiala. Okay, <laughs> wow. Fun. I used to call him the other KF until Fiala came around. We need a fourth yep. to come around just to fill out, what, the Mount Rushmore? I got a big enough head I can take up two spots. Okay, KFs okay. we'll in the there. Minnesota Wild organization. Yeah, KFs. Well, we sh- you should tweet that. Someone should tweet that, the most notable KFs in We will, we will. We just, need to, work, we just need to work on the fourth. We'll, we'll sign some Russian or Finnish or 
just a space uh, Swedish guy who will have a KF. We'll we're, look. We're doing we'll, we'll, we'll look it up. So you guys, you guys can fight over that. Wow. I didn't oh, get we, my we, we, no, we appreciate this. So this much. is, uh, yeah, this is going to be something that we're all going to share together. Wow. <laughs> Kyrie. I don't think we have anything signed by him in the house. No. no it's it's the first well, thing. now we it's, changed it. He doesn't do, like, a lot of those private signings, so it's it's tough to find stuff signed by him other yeah. than, like, when he goes to Elite Inc. every now and then, mm-hmm. but it's pretty rare. We'll walk you through our merch thing after this. We probably have a bunch of stuff that you can pick through if you'd like I anything. I don't need anything. I like the hat, that's all. So you can tell your the There we guys go. Yeah, if you came to barter, you're going to barter. I'm going to let you barter. <laughs> like this is uh, uh like a uh, like a marketplace. This is Pawn Stars. Yeah. We'll much. figure it out. Flea market. All yeah. right, Fallis. Well, thanks so much for joining us, man. We appreciate you coming in and Thanks, yeah. boys. We'll, we'll definitely we have you back on. We'll definitely have you back on midway through the wild season for a little check-in. We'll probably point you out on all these takes that might be wrong. And um, we'll get you in St. Paul, hopefully before or after you work, so we can, we'll can get you while you're there. I think what you need to do is have me on at the same time as a Russo, a Gorg, or a LaPanta. Okay, so, they, so I can bring the a other LaPanta side A LaPanta fall in this episode would be... I don't think he would do it. I think, no, I think... <laughs> and he's just, definitely not don't, coming to Plymouth. Don't tell him. I was going to say, we just bring LaPanta, and then Surprise. he sees you in the yeah. corner. <laughs> and then he just walks out. He fucking leaves. What the hell is he doing here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you do a LaPanta? Uh, I have. That was pretty good. I, I, I never really publicly done it. Well, let's hear it one time. <laughs> what the hell is he doing here? That's what I think what I heard you say. <laughs> what the hell is he doing here? I think that's pretty yeah, good. It's either I, that or... Yeah. It's like it makes a butt And Parisi crosses the blue yeah. line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now a word from Arby's. <laughs> now a word from Arby's. We always laugh at that, that like Bally Sports has the, yeah. the Arby's ad because yeah. it always comes in like the most hilarious time. It's like... All right, in the wild to go on the power play. Now a word from Arby's. And it's like, <laughs> no it's word like, from Arby's. We have the meats. Like in the middle of the game, and it's just so out of pocket. It's hilarious. Uh, but all right, well, Fallis, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, fellas. You guys uh, validate parking? Not uh, yet. No, your car is probably We're gone. still working on that. <laughs> your car is gone. Nice it's neighborhood. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're missing all the tires by now. All right. <laughs> Parts have been scalped. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See ya. Everyone, football is back. We're also in the heat of baseball season now. It's starting to wrap up, getting into playoffs. Hockey's about to start up here soon. NBA, too, here in about a month. So what do you want to do to enjoy it more than just watching it? You want to bet on it. Well, we have a legal legal sports betting option for you here in the state of Minnesota. We have Better Edge. Better Edge allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, has a cool social media aspect to it. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace. You can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors, maybe like myself or with your friends if you have a little bit of a, a friendly a little bit of an argument about who you think is going to win a game or cover the spread. Well, you can actually invite your friend and actually compete on that head-to-head on different lines and different games. You can also compete in public or private betting competitions and you can buy or sell positions on the spread over under and money line the whole nine yards when it comes to sports betting so download the better edge app now you can use promo code 10k10k at betteredge.com and you can get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your id so yeah you have to verify your id but you can get a free $20 when you use promo code 10k so once again that's 10k10k at b-e-t-t-o-r-e-d-g-e.com to get a free $20. So, breaking news in the last three hours, I guess. I missed it. We haven't been on Twitter very much. Uh, Allie Ray is back, unblocked by the Gophers. So, our message must have gotten through, even though when we recorded this, they still had her blocked. It got through telepathically. Yeah. Listen, they, they knew that we wanted her to be unblocked, and they did it. Yeah. That's yep. great. 
Yep. Society, faith and humanity restored. Yeah. So one of the biggest Gopher fans nationwide has been unblocked by the team. I'm hoping they had like a huge round table meeting to discuss this on uh, the last few hours and ultimately, you know, talk through this and they decided correctly. Yep. You know, yep. don't, so. don't block any fans. I mean, come on. Justice restored. Yep. Um, while we're going on blocking and negative type shit, let's uh, end the show with canceled. We haven't done this one in a while. We've done it on the KFN, KFN radio show, by the way. 10K bets. I think there's only a few episodes left probably for the year, but are, are we done now with Gopher football? We're going to be doing other stuff on KFA. We will, yeah. But Stay posted. Yes. But the 10K bets never ends because we go live. Every ah, week. that's right. There yes, you go. Yes, the podcast. Look at, Look at the Hitman over there on it. Promotion. Hitman, Cameron. Hitman, 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 Hitman. He's still on the team. He is still on the team, Cam. That's yep. your buddy. He's your buddy, Hitman. Um, as we're, yeah, follow 10K bets live every Monday and Thursday. Uh, ideally, yes. Um, some ideally. Pl- like, well, like it, it gets weird because like we had the Gopher game on Thursday. This week we have the Vikings game. But yes, yeah. it's for sure two times a week. Okay. okay. Cam does care about the content, folks. He's driving down to Iowa every fucking weekend to go yeah. gamble. So. We're go- me and Mike Brown will be down there again this weekend. The, yep. the Cover yeah. Dog content will be back, and we'll have plenty of other stuff. Good. Might, might even get my own father in some content. Where, dude, I'm, I'm excited. Do you guys know what's closer, the Iowa sports book that we normally go to or the new one in Wisconsin? Uh, Iowa... That sports book sucks. It does. Yeah. Do not go to that okay. one. Iowa's, Diamond Joe's then? Go to Diamond Joe's. Iowa's like five minutes further i think but yeah the one in wisconsin is awful oh god the only upside to going to the one in wisconsin is if you go a little further north to cumberland you can go to louis meats <laughs> that sounds you like said a good come. Time. Uh, there's cheddar, cheddar come there's cheddar filled brats there that will literally make you come as you eat them cumberland so, yeah exactly it's <laughs> pretty cool all right uh like we said canceled things we hate um Everyone and everything's getting canceled these days, so we're going to cancel some shit. We'll start around to Jake. What do you want to cancel today? Uh, the I'm talking about the serious reckless speculators. It drives me fucking through the roof, okay? Like, specifically, okay. specificity, um, around <laughs> week one, the idea that I see legitimate, like, these pages again that are trying to be, like, so ahead of the curve on on takes or some stupid shit, and they're being serious. They're not trying to like you know do a troll bit where what I allegedly do, but maybe I have sources, so I'm not actually like speculating. I'm actually getting real information on my Twitter. But these idiots are saying that we need to trade JJ. Realistically, we should trade him at the deadline for a couple picks for for fucking for picks. Yeah, for, for oh first round pick. What did they God. say? Someone like some page uh, today tweeted something about we we should think about trading Justin Jefferson at the deadline for. Oh, it was to a team that had a decent young quarterback or something for Will Levis, straight up, or or an, a cheaper wide receiver and two first round picks for twenty twenty five or twenty twenty four. I'm like, what the fuck is this person on right now? Well, after after um, Rogers' injury too, uh, do you see all the reckless speculators or speculation that uh, Kirk is going to go? Kirk is going yeah. to the Jets. Yeah, people now. have taken the time to Photoshop Kirk in a fucking Jets jersey. Yes. And these people are serious. Yes. Like they're like, let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> Oh yeah, goodness gracious! But they're serious. Like this isn't like trying to these, like these same people wanted Trey <laughs> Lance. Dude, they wanted <laughs> Trey Lance. Yep. They were willing Fucking to pay. Stupid. They were willing to pay Trey Lance an annual salary to play football for the Vikings. You I'm, just look like Tim Robinson. I that did. was insane. I, well, uh, the thing that pissed me off the most I just got go ahead was after the game they took the picture of JJ and obviously he's fucking pissed that they just lost and he's like yeah see JJ doesn't want to be here what. 
Yeah, I saw that Stop. shit. Like, JJ clearly looked like he didn't want to be here. Breaking. Like, that's no. Star is oh, mad. Oh, did that you talk to him? Star is mad that the team lost. Yeah. Well, no, that's this, how you should want your players to look after a fucking loss like passion. They, 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 this is what the suggestion was trade Jefferson to the Bengals for T. Higgins and their 24 and 25 first round picks. And they're going to be, if they get, not only are they going to be good without Justin Jefferson, but if they get Justin Jefferson, that's going to be essentially a second round pick, anyways. Well, and also, if we give the Bengals, if we give the Bengals Justin Jefferson, it's like when a guy uh, pays someone in real life to trade in fantasy football and they like, yeah, Yeah. they like collude to like stack a team. That's what they'd be doing to the Bengals. Like the SEC would have to stop in and stop that trade. You can never trade Justin Jefferson. I will say, uh, fucking love T. Higgins, but not for Justin Jefferson. No. Yeah, but then, you know, people will say, we traded Randy Moss. That was like six or seven years. Or someone yeah, said that we need to do a Justin Jefferson type trade, and it'll be like Herschel Walker, but we'd be on the good side. This, oh, this, is, just, oh, this is why we the can't. best the best trade for Justin Jefferson that has been pitched has been the one that Jake pitched as a joke. The one for Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson and, and Jonathan and Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> hey, uh, no, that and that was uh, that was from the sources, <laughs> and that was just that was just uh, actual speculations from some legitimate sources, allegedly. Even then, I hate it though. You don't pay running backs. I know, but oh. it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And and the Kirk thing, and then seeing Tom Brady is going to go to uh, is going to go to uh, the Jets. No, he's done. Even the even though he owns part of the Raiders, that would yeah. make sense. I will. Yeah, I will say the most realistic thing of all this speculation is is Brady going to the Jets. No, see, I don't see that being realistic at all because have you seen their offensive line? You think Tom Brady's going to come out of retirement? No, I know. And the, it'd be fucking hilarious if he did because the it Patriots would. just honored him at their well, game. Well, no, that's why I'm, yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this is a great transition to what I'm canceling. I'm canceling turf because it ruined Aaron Rodgers' leg. Yeah, and um I I know Rodgers torched this franchise in this state for years, and a lot of Vikings fans listening would say fuck him. But I would say, with all the hype that him going to New York, with the the weapons they were stacking, seeing the culture they were building on hard knocks, it was going to be fun. It was going to be fun to see how it would work. I feel mm-hmm. like we've been deprived of what could have been either a massive success or a massive failure, but we don't even get to know because now we're right back to – the Jets, Zach Wilson, which is fucking boring. Yeah. Did you see what the or NFL, the Zach Wilson uh, Jets, the, what the NFL, um, their statement today about the turf? No. It was something along the lines of, uh, we have no data points that shows turf more deadly oh, or, or is causing points. more ACL and Achilles injuries. I don't know. It's a cover up. Like, I do agree, like, canceling turf is a great thing because of, like, injuries that happen. Yeah. Although, wasn't, wasn't Teddy's on turf? Yeah. Yeah, where he blew out his leg. Although, I. From that injury, like he got rolled up on, and then you saw, like I don't know if it was turf related. Either way, though, like yeah, get rid of turf. I remember you just how... removed the question. Yeah, yeah well, was a, it a couple... wasn't Bridgewater's injury in Mankato? Was that no? On it was. Turf, it was in the um, e- yeah. Uh, we were in Egan. Oh, no. we were in Egan at the time. Okay, were we? Are you sure we weren't uh, in Eden Prairie? It was the Eden Prairie practice facility. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe, or Mankato. Yeah. I thought it was. It in wasn't. Mankato. It wasn't at training camp. It was okay. It, it was, was at our facility because it was after like the third preseason game. Yeah, 2015. It was in 2016. It was in 16 because that's when we brought in Bradford. Yeah, but it was still that's when or we wait. were in Eden Prairie. Still, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. You're like an old person who's trying to tell a story and then they wait like 30 minutes of telling the story because they're like, what was his name again? And it's like, it's not, it does not matter not, to not, the story couple, at all. A couple, a couple weeks ago, though, I remember waking up in a hotel and hearing ESPN scream about how the Jets offensive line might be a concern. And I remember saying, shut up. It's not relevant. We don't care. We'll wait till the season. They were kind of right. They were kind of right. He had to drop back on three of those plays. One of those three, or drop back far and almost avoid a sack. One of those three plays, he did get sacked, and it might have just ended his career. So yeah. maybe ESPN was right on that one by talking about the O line of the Jets two weeks ago. 
It is sad. It, it does suck. But it, it is funny that it was the Jets of all teams because they have the most depressing franchise. They do have a Super Bowl, which is cool. In the in the recent decades, they have one of the more depressing franchises. Mm. Yeah, besides and the Vikings, a lot of people are saying uh, a lot of people are saying that this is uh, this is all the prophecy. We're following the Brett Favre. You know, he, so Brett Favre goes to the Jets from yes. the Packers, has an off year. Rogers going to have an off year because he doesn't even play. He's not even playing. He's literally off. Exactly. So Kirk, then Kirk's and, on an. Ex, he needs an extension. And yeah, Dude, he's coming up. I'm his contract's coming up. <laughs> hey, listen to this. Next year's draft class is supposedly stocked with good young quarterbacks as well. So that's where the theory is coming around. Where hey, the Jets might not want to take a shot on Aaron Rodgers with a torn Achilles after this year. But they have Zach Wilson. Maybe yeah, they have Zach Wilson. So maybe they'll send us. Uh, maybe they'll send us a Rodgers and Mike White. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, he plays for... That's uh, right. He's on a different Miami. 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 Thank you. He just beat him. A, no, he almost beat You need to calm down with Mike, Mike White. Then Rodgers will retire and commit tax fraud in the state of yep. Mississippi. It's all coming Missouri. full circle, baby. Yeah. Or it'll be you. the state of California because that's where he's from. Rodgers ah. or yeah. Favre was from Mississippi. <laughs> yep. But Rodgers will go to California. It's time, it's time we start the conversation. It's though. time we start the conversation. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers may be a Viking next year. <laughs> yes. You never know. Why? So if, if it actually happens, we just have to claim that we reported it first. We did it today on September 12th, two, uh, 2023. The sources are the Illuminati. That's yes, the sources. Yes. Yeah. yeah, if we if we don't make the playoffs, I the conversations around, obviously, Kirk being resigned are going to be very strong. And But even if we make the playoffs and like lose disappointment in the first round, and then It'll it's going to be Rodgers. But if they can make the playoffs win a game, I don't think he's No, no probably no. not. Knowing but, our fan base, though, the only way that it won't have a, be a strong conversation is if we win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. No, the shit, we would still talk about it. Super, we would win the Super Bowl. Is Kirk Cousins back? We just won the Super Bowl, but is Kirk Cousins the right guy next year? <laughs> You'll see that stupid shit. Fan base is so stupid. I can't, I can't wait till uh, like in March when ESPN starts posting videos of like Aaron Rodgers running again, and they're like, <laughs> "He's back, he's back." And we're gonna have a same type of meeting, like except uh, you remember the we saw the video when Brett Favre came to Minnesota. You saw the meeting with Brad Childress. Yep, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have that with KOSC. You can just hard see knocks it. to the Vikings. Confirm it. You can just see them doing like a cool bro hug. Like we're gonna have it's, hard knocks too. This is the prophecy, boys. I this mean, is, it's, it's it, all gonna it, come true. It, it could happen. There's no the crazier it, things have. It happened. is cra- yeah. crazy things have happened. Like the, him getting hurt on the third play of the season. Never. That was yeah, pr- I, mean, that, I don't think anyone saw that coming. We could easily hit, like re-sign Kirk to like a three-year deal or four-year, like three-year deal last year or two-year deal. The fact that it's it's coming up on his his last year of his contract, and then Rodgers is in this situation. An ex an ex Packer was on the is on the Jets. That's hilarious. They could dude. they so could weird. they could draft a young quarterback who might not be ready by you know next year. So we need to find an old guy to mentor him and fill in the space. Exactly. Uh, I, before I move on, I'm gonna cancel one more thing, and that's Delta Airlines. I know Delta Airlines is the top tier of airlines. Everyone loves Delta. Uh, I had a terrible Delta experience this weekend in Indianapolis. So this happened on both my flights. When I was booking my flights through my credit card, I didn't choose a seat. I, I I had always assumed that if you don't purposely choose a seat, it'll randomly assign you one. And I remember seeing my my uh, my boarding pass say like see seat assignment at the gate. And I shit you not, I sat there and I waited till they called my name in Indianapolis because you know usually they say can passengers Jack Leverance blah 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 come up to the to the front. You walk up there, they they you know, type in your name, they print out your boarding pass. Okay, 15A, cool. That's usually how it goes. I sat there and watched the entire plane board other than like three people. And I thought I was getting stuck there. I have buddies on the plane who like have access to Delta information. And they were saying, 
there are reserves on the plane right now. Are you telling me that you're not on it, a paying customer? Yeah, the standby people are probably going on. Or yeah, sorry, standby. So there are fucking standby people sitting there probably munching on snacks, watching Netflix for their free fucking plane ticket while I'm sitting there outside of the gate, sweating my ass off, wondering if I'm going to get back home because there are no other flights to Minneapolis until like the next day at noon. And I was like, I swear to God, if I have to spend the next day in this airport because of the top tier five star Delta Airlines that everyone fucking loves, I'm going to tear them to shreds. Luckily, I think someone didn't show up for the flight or or maybe they pulled. They probably pulled one of those people that got cleared for standby off the yeah. plane so yep, I could get what on. They do. But the fact that they prioritized them over me, a paying customer, and had to make me sit there and wait and sweat, it was terrifying. And I know that's a first world problem. I know it, it, I'm probably going over the top, but I've never been treated like that before. And all my buddies who are pilots, some of them, Donnie, who works for Delta, were like, that's fucked up that, yeah. they, that they did that to you. So I know we all love Delta out there and everyone loves Delta. And I normally love Delta. Not the biggest fan right now. Not normally. They're good. Sounds like they made them. What did they do? Did they explain to you what happened? No. Cause, and cause... the chick, the chick working the desk was a total bitch. Yeah. I would try to go up there. I'll call your name. Wait, and I'm like, okay, sorry, I'm concerned that I'm worried I might not get home. Yeah, even though I paid three hundred dollars to fly an hour. Yeah, fucking. Well, hate it's it. good thing you got on though. At least yeah. they, uh, but, they, they did win back all of my points when they had the TVs on, and I got to watch football. So. There you go. There we go. Call me down, but I, I'm so not happy. I'm not happy with Delta right now. I'm not. So you didn't select a seat when you, which went usually to buy- have, you usually have to pay for that. And normally you just get a right. random one when you show yeah, up. Yeah, you Correct. get a random one. Or like what I do is I'll they, they give you ones you can select. Yeah, that's what I that's that, what, that are free. Yeah. If the change it wanted to be like an aisle or up closer, then you gotta pay an extra so twenty nine bucks. I didn't do that because I just assumed like they I should I didn't I, I didn't want to pay for one. Especially anyways. when you're flying solo. Yeah, it right. doesn't matter. So yeah. I always like to yeah. take the the draw of the cards that I will get an aisle seat, which happened on the way there. The same thing yeah. happened, except they printed out my boarding pass and I was on a window. I was like, Cool, I normally would have had to pay for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've, I can't, I can't speak to that because everyone, that. everyone, like I said, a ton of my buddies are pilots. They were all like at a loss for words. And yeah. Delta is known to be like the top tier airline, but they, <laughs> they fucked me. At least yeah, I don't know it. what they didn't quite do it, but they stuck the tip in. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> they got, they got close. Yeah, they got close. Yeah, so nope. I'm sweating now. I'm done. Sorry. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll just go because mine's just simple. We'll get it out of the way. I'm canceling Ed Ingram. I'm surprised he wasn't canceled already, dude. If you make your own, if you're an offensive lineman and you're forcing a fumble on your own quarterback, there's some issues there. He also allowed four pressures and a sack. And let's not even talk about last year where he caused several fumbles and sacks as well. Um, and the biggest reason why I'm canceling him is because today, the day we're recording this podcast, which is Tuesday, he had the nerve to say when he was getting interviewed that he thought he played pretty well. Oh, no. No. And that's why I'm going to get allowed and, like he could be a good person and stuff like that. And he could even go on to have a great career. But just what he's shown so far, it needs to turn around real quickly if yeah. he wants to be sticking around. He's he, bad. He had a low like PFF score, didn't he? He had like, like one of the lowest one of the, the lowest. league of offensive. But PFF's kind PFF. of weird. sure. But yeah. the, the the PFF score sure. But they showed his like his pressures he allowed and the like the sacks that he's given up and everything. Like the stats didn't look good. That on the on the highlight reel, that fumble was a tough look. For it him. was like all you had to do was not be punching your quarterback and there's probably not a fumble there he was like blaming the timing because i brought because uh bradbury got hurt so they brought in a new center he's like oh yeah. this the snap was like a half second off and that's why it that, happened it was fluke that o-line other than darisaw and o'neill is a true disaster yeah. like that's going to be a problem uh, how have they not fixed it it's dude? been a problem been i feel like years. since yeah. we've been in high school yeah, yeah. yeah. uh 
Yeah, since Kirk has been here for sure, we actually had a decent O-line when Case Keenum was here, and people would be like, oh, no, Goose Case Keenum was so much better. No, shut the fuck up. Who, like, by the way, he is, he is actually a candidate for the, for the uh, Jets right now. I saw yeah. that, as, which is a good one. Carson yeah. Wentz. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I saw that. Joe Flacco's name thrown in there, which is hilarious considering that he was just there last year. Uh, Man, Colin Kaepernick. Matt Ryan, I saw as well. Matt Ryan, oh, who's yeah. technically not retired yet, which means the Colts still have to pay him $19 million a year. And he's a CBS yeah. announcer. So God damn it. How CBS. does the color he, guy? He get, oh, he's the, winning right now, dude, dude. Some of those like contract stipulations are insane. The fact that he can just not play football but say I'm not retired and then just brought, be on CBS and collect two salaries. Yeah. What a winner! Because he never did he officially he never officially came nope. out of retirement. No, he, when he accepted the job, he literally explicitly said, "Just because I accepted this job doesn't mean I'm retired." He's it's, just it's, on the free it's agent because list. it would have lost wait- him seventeen million. Yeah, he's Smart. waiting for a call. On it, it sounds, but if he really didn't want to play at all, he would say, "I'm I'm done with." Dude, football. you thought the Colts O line was bad last year? That Jets O line that just ruined Aaron Rodgers' career. <laughs> They would kill Matt Ryan. They would they would allow him to get beheaded on the field. He's yeah. not the when they talk about quarterbacks coming in and filling in if they if they don't want to roll with Zach Wilson, it's not Matt Ryan. Yeah, uh, I was gonna cancel Ed Ingram, but I lived through T.J. Clemmings, and he's not T.J. Clemmings yet, but he's still awful. Key, key word there though. Well, Cam, yeah. who do you yeah. want to cancel? Uh, instead, I'm canceling lines. Um, I was like, this weekend was a blast. We had the Gopher game on Saturday and the Vikings game on Sunday. But Zane could probably attest to this too. I have the bladder the size of like a fucking pee. Like it, it's bad. I have to pee all the time. And I stood in so many goddamn lines this weekend. It was like frustrating. And then finally, when I didn't have to pee and I was just hungry, yeah, stood in another line for like twenty five minutes. I'm like, do you know how much of the game I'm missing right now? Yeah, that that sucks. We need to just get you a, a pull up. Is that what they're called? I need for? a catheter, an adult <laughs> diaper. Yeah. I'm a big boy now. What is it? But yeah, big kid now. like I can't, I can't help the size of my bladder. Dude, what we could do is because you know how like the where we sit in the Gopher State, they're bleachers. You, we can just like hook up a funnel Piss. to your dick, and we can definitely like lead a tube into like yeah, you know how they're to the to the right right before us. I think you could make it. work. You might need it too, though. You pee a lot as well. Yeah, but I I can hold my shit together when I have it's to. Bad. I know you like uh, the flight to Vegas. You went to the bathroom like six so fucking times. And I'm not diabetic. I've been tested. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like it was Jack and I used the fucking family bathroom at the Gopher game the first week. Everyone's the, too afraid to do that. I don't mind no, using the family. That's bathroom. a that's a that's a big boy move. I like. It. We didn't I use it together. Like, what are you gonna do? Together? Call my. What are you gonna do? Like, call the police? You're like, I'm part of a family. Yeah, like, <laughs> I identify as a family. I'm canceling. <laughs> but yeah, therefore I'm canceling lines. We need to figure out a way. Like Target Field has for their security to where everyone could just be in and out yeah like especially with like concessions like just move faster thought you were going to cancel cocaine lines as uh helping the war on drugs i was going <laughs> to say the atf would be very proud of the dea i don't want to get involved in uh, booger waiting in vikings line it reminds me vikings are also they have very bad lines they're they're not so done bad. well no, I, it, but it is probably a problem nationwide the colts line was fucking awful it was weekend. okay it's, just, it's honestly just these stadiums getting sold out and like you're right. There's 80,000 people showing it, it, up. There's almost maybe nothing we can do unless they put in a shit ton of bathrooms. Well, the only thing that saved me from not spontaneously combusting this weekend is that Jake and another good buddy of ours showed me a good way to get into the stadium without waiting in line. Because I was so scared that I was going to have to wait two hours to get into the game. Yeah, the but Fleet yeah. Farm. Uh, Don't talk about it. Fuck off. God, no, damn idiot. Here, literally just bleep. We Dude, bleep. it's not a secret passageway. Shut up. No, shut up. We just bleeped it out. 
Yeah. Shh. Shut the fuck up. You're canceled. I'm canceling you. You're there canceled. we go. That's a perfect way to end the show. Let me cancel ten times. Um, but anyway, we didn't have to. We didn't have to. Uh, we didn't have to worry about lines in the cabin suite. That was actually really we weird. Oh, it was fantastic. Sick oh, oh, must, must be nice. I sat up in the nosebleeds of Lucas Oil. I paid seventeen dollars for a beer. No, I'm kidding. It was awesome too. They uh, they honored a bunch of the old time like '70s Vikings players, and I walked into the cabin suite like a little bit after halftime, right when actually right when uh, the. Tampa Bay was making their first drive of the third quarter, and all of them were in that bathroom. That's what it's. Super, I was just like, "Oh God, that's sick." It's actually pretty sweet. So where my grandpa and I season tickets are, you guys saw like the suite where right behind us. Anytime an old Viking comes, that's where they sit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we we could see you too, so that's what they were all going there. But yeah, I mean, I saw dicks. I got sixty plus sacks in the league. That's crazy. Dude. They're probably all bigger up? than yours too. Did you ask they? to touch yep. them? Did I, or ask to take a, Did you ask to take a picture <laughs> with them? Uh, not their dicks, but no, I, I felt no, I felt weird to like. I'm not gonna ask someone in the bathroom to like take a picture. No, with I meant me. with their dicks. Uh, well, I wanted to. Oh. It was kind of like seeing Kenny Albert at the airport. I'm like, I want to take a photo of them, but wait the, till he goes into the bathroom. The, <laughs> airport, the airport is such a weird place to like approach someone. I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's a weird thing. I had a situation like that too. I stopped for breakfast at the Good Day Cafe before the Vikings game, and I sat down at like the bar. I was by myself. Because I met my grandpa at the game. I looked to my right, and Chris Hockey's right next to me. Oh, nice. Did you yeah. say, hey, what's up, Chris Hockey? I didn't say anything to oh. him because he was by himself enjoying his morning. Like, yeah. I'm not going to Especially when him. someone's alone. It's like, uh. I've uh, Me and Jake went to the bathroom once at a wild game. And obviously, everyone knows everyone in the world knows Jake for his Kirk Cousins stuff. And I remember he saw Jake pissing. And as Jake was pissing, he pulled out a video and started recording him with Jake. And that made me so uncomfortable that one time. <laughs> where I, won't, I don't even want to look at anyone else in the eyes in the bathroom. Like, no, no, no. You don't want to do that. I almost want to walk in with a hoodie in the bathroom now going forward. Forward. Also, so it takes a video. Beers at Lucas Oil are only ten bucks, so oh, Vi- like Vikings that. need to get need to get and and the tailgate outside way better three dollar tall uh, Michelob Ultras. That's I know fire. you don't quite like those, not because not since the mold incident. Yeah, but <clears> like three dollars, and I'm talking right outside of the t- stadium in like Tailgate Village. Uh, Texas Roadhouse was there. They were given the free buns so with the salmon oh, butter. So good. It the, was. Uh, I mean, outside of the the lion thing, it was pretty cool being out there. Yeah. Real quick, it's just a PSA. PSA to everyone listening: If you see someone you know in the bathroom, stop. Like at Monday Night Raw, I saw Jose Miranda in the bathroom, and I did not You're fucking say anything. Wait, wait, well, yeah, it's kind of creepy to wait outside of the bathroom too. No, I didn't. I, I was. But, but don't here's do the thing, though. I the bathroom. <laughs> It's 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 a lot less creepy to wait outside the bathroom than it is to fucking ask him as you're pissing. So yeah. or, or, <laughs> I I suppose, I it's a different type of creepy. It, you're right; it is a different kind. I may have allegedly witnessed somebody put their arm around Mason Shaw while he was pissing at a bar. <laughs> so while he was pissing, yeah, and over yeah, like, what are you doing? That's that's bad. Yeah, you're, I'm sorry about. Where is your mother? What's up, man? Where's Jake, why mother? would you do that? I don't know. Yeah. All right, uh, that just about does it for another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. As Wags mentioned in the beginning of the show, make sure to go to 10ktakesmn.com, click the shop tab, t- plenty of Viking stuff on there, including our famous gritty design that Josh Dumel. We loved it, dude. Dumel? Do- God, this has fucked me Dave up. Hamill. It's Dumel. Dumel. Uh, <laughs> he's a fan. He's an advocate. We almost need to get one of those quotes of him saying this is like the greatest sweatshirt I've ever worn. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, get, we'll get his lawyers to sign We'll also try to get him on the pod. He follows the page now, so that's super exciting. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, development. Development. There you go. Um, also make sure to follow us on all socials at 10 K takes. As we mentioned, we have a ton of other podcasts in the network state of school. Who's going live every Thursday and Sunday and after Sunday the Sunday after the game and third and forever. Who's breaking down the entire league. Plus the wild are coming back. Wild takes is spinning back up. Uh, gauge and the has been guys are back. They've rebranded to live and five. You'll find out a little bit more about what that's going to be in the coming weeks. And the blog is fucking awesome. 10 K takes MN.com as these sports are heating up. So do the takes and uh, so do the fun. So it's true. We're, we're happy it's fall. Summer was fun. 
we're happy it's fall. But thanks so much for listening, everyone, and uh, have a great rest of your week.